Hey, what's up, my doo-doo-doo-up? Is any chick dampering her panty? Welcome back to another episode. episode 40. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuz-a-roo! Cuz-a-roo! Slap-a-rooney! It's showtime! W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, everybody, it's Welcome to another episode of Horty's Podcast. The only show that had to pay, considering John... $100, but it was worth it because he sent me the link on Monday night. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, it finally feels like the show again from the All Apologies podcast. It's Trucker Andy. Let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com. We get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. I just did a new one today. I did a bonus show where we played some MLC stuff. We got caught up on that little world. And we had El Harible and Carlos Danger on the show. And we just kind of, uh, it was a, a experiment. We were just kind of relaxed and hanging out with the people. And uh, people who are rubber dicks, $25 a month on our Patreon or Supercast. I sent them the link. I'm going to try that again. So if you want to come on the show and hang out with us, if you become a, a rubber dick, then you too can be on WATP. WATPlive.com is sold out. The Detroit show is completely sold out. I've gotten notes from people who say they want to get tickets. <laughs> I've been talking about this for months. Hey, yeah, no, what are you waiting for? So here's what I'm going to tell everybody. And I encourage everyone to check out our Discord server. There's a link on our website. It's free to join. Hop on our, our Discord server. There's a channel in the Discord server. And that channel is called WATP-Meetup. It's where people go leading up to the live shows to talk about what they're going to be doing while they're in that town traveling in. And it's also a place where I would encourage people to swap because we always people say, I can't make the show. I bought tickets. I can't make the show. It's always my problem. I don't know why. It's my fucking problem. I'm the guy who was on the show. But anyway. Help me, Carl. This is where you want to go. You want to go to uh, the Discord server WATP-Meetup. Go to that channel. If you have tickets to sell, you have tickets you want to buy, that's a great place to meet up and figure that out because I cannot change the capacity of the venue, as I've had to explain to people. <laughs> the uh, I'm not in charge of that. I can't I magically create two new weeks tickets. out, but can we do it at the D- Detroit Lions Stadium? Right. I, 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 <laughs> I can get in. I can't magically create new tickets for this thing. It's just, it is what it is. It's sold out. I'm very grateful for that. But uh, I always know I'm one of those guys, too. I always wait till the last minute to buy a ticket, so I get it. And uh, that's what I would encourage people to do. Go to a Discord server. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Only Fee Hands. This was a suggestion from someone in the Discord server. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. The show hosted by my friend Karen Feehan. And I checked out the most recent episode. The guest was Brendan Sagalow. We'll be getting into that for sure. But uh, Andy, I'll tell you what, buddy. Yeah. Why don't I give you the honor of starting things off? Well, thank you so much. I'm honored. <laughs> As you should be. I, I, I just want to say, uh, clip one, Karen is a great host, fully aware, and on top of her show's details, 
And that's made evident when she introduces her her two guest hosts, Katie Hannigan. She's the one with the glasses. And uh, Sarah Talamachi, who is pregnant and I think the wife of Joe List. Okay. So they do a show together called Lady Journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, Karen knows all about it. Oh, great. Welcome back to another episode of Only Fiends with me, Karen Elizabeth Fian, and my lovely guests today, lady guests um, from the podcast Lady Journal. Uh, please welcome <laughs> what? Lady Journey. Yeah. But, but I like Lady I like Journal, Journal too. That works just as well. That's our product Wait, that we're hawking today. My thing. I stink at intros. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, she, she's player. not prepared for this show. The episode I watched. Ever? Ever. I don't Any know. Show? The episode I watched was so awkward. It felt like two people who were meeting up with a mutual friend, but they don't know each other very well, but they yeah. got there first. And they're just like, hey, so uh, this place is neat, right? <laughs> How is the traffic? Yeah, right. It's just like, it's so bad. It's so awkward. Yeah. Because she doesn't do her research. She doesn't know what's going on. She's not a good host. Right. She, this is the problem with a person like Karen Fian. Who has an OnlyFans? She's a stand-up. She wants all the attention on her. If people aren't looking at her face, they want people looking at her butthole. Yeah, right. So she she needs all the attention, and that's really bad for someone who's hosting a show where you're supposed to put the attention on the guest. Yeah. If you're going to do the style show, an interview style show, then you want the guest to feel like they're the star of the show. I think she plans on just like the guest taking over the show. Like she doesn't have any agenda yeah. to like move the show along. She just Leaning on her guest, because, you know, I flipped through a lot of the things, and I saw Dan Soder, I saw Mark Norman, I was like, you Yeah, know. she knows people. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's definitely got, she's definitely connected into the yeah. comedy scene. And I scrolled back, and I found this one, and I was just like, oh, Lady Journey, this has got to suck. So I picked this one. Peek <laughs> <laughs> behind the curtain yeah. right there. So, <laughs> in clip two here, everything is unfair to women, according to women, including age. So why should Karen have to get old just because she's been on the planet for several trips around the sun? I get, um, not to brag, but I'm barren. Yeah. I get um, NAD plus shots in my ass sometimes. What, what is, is that? that? It's like this, uh, it's supposedly, you know, age reversal fucking Oh, I love shit. that. It's a lie. Oh, is it like human growth hormone? Like it's that It's kind not of thing? fully like stem stuff. It's, okay. um, it's a... We make this chemical in ourselves, but it, like, depletes, like, as we age. That's bullshit. It's fucking fucked up. And it's, like, and as women, like, our this and, like, our muscles, like, deplete, like, 3% every year. And, like, we are supposed to eat, like, mounds of protein to, like, just stay average. (laughs) It's wild. I hate eating protein. I know. I was eating a beef stick at the pool today. (laughs) Why don't I have a boyfriend? This is weird. (laughs) Well, it's not the beef steak, honey. <laughs> You're injecting snake oil straight into your asshole. Yeah. Why well, don't I have a boyfriend? So, you know, everything is a problem with these three. And uh, if a woman is pregnant within a hundred yard radius of any other woman, nothing else matters. Of course. Right. So it's only allowed to be talked about before any other topic. And then all other topics have to be tied back to the pre- pregnant woman's experience of it, right? Okay. That's clip three. What does being pregnant feel like? Sorry, Katie. No, it's okay. Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> the first trimester is awful because you're just sick all the time, like nauseous. Yeah. And then you're tired. So you just don't want to do anything, but that's also my base rate. <laughs> <laughs> so it was extra not wanting to do anything. Right, okay, yeah. And then you come out of that and then you feel way better. But now I'm like so aware of my bump that i you get little like 
weird pains. Oh, like, really? kind of like, like cramps. Oh. I get, the kicking is cute. It's like a little flutter. Oh, so it's like, like kind of like cute. that, like a phone vibrate. Almost. Oh, he's trapped. He's trapped. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I never want to do anything and I'm tired all the time, but being pregnant uh, is a get out of jail free card right. to just not have to not have to do anything. Yeah. And then That's sometimes is, when right? I'm complaining, I actually am d- in discomfort. But most of the time, I just want stuff. Yeah, I just I want just people feel like to eating junk food. Do things for yeah, me. And most of the time, that's what's right. going on. All right, let me shift things just a little bit. I want to play an example of how bad Karen Fina is at hosting her own show. And they get very stoned in the episode that I watched. They're, right. they're smoking a joint, and it's probably a bad idea for both of the people on the show to be doing this because. Watch how Karen just gets distracted by something out the window, and it just ends the show as you know it. Until I'm dead. Until I die. Look at the sailboat. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I don't see shit out of my apartment. (laughs) That's kind of calming, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. This is going great. <laughs> so you can see Brenda there is panicking. It's off the rails at this point. And so he's sitting there. He's going, okay, what do I say? Well, how do I get this show going again? So he's sitting there trying to think of something to say. And this is what he comes back with. This is what he says to her. Do you ever just fucking stand at the window and just flick your fucking bean? Absolutely. I flick my bean all afternoon in my bedroom. Leave the shades yeah, but wide open. Yeah, fine. Like, literally walking up and seeing, like, just this river. What river is that? Hudson. That's Jersey. <laughs> how, could you, how could you be in New York and not know which river you're looking at? He had to have traveled there, right? He must know where he is spatially. Oh. Well, she was testing him with, uh, look, a sailboat, isn't that calming? And yeah. he's yeah. like, well, do you know what river that is? <laughs> what a great I'll view. I'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. A great view of that toilet, New Jersey. Oh, well, let me show you how this thing starts off. Because Brendan is a loser. And he proves it by what he says when he first arrives at her house. Brendan Sagalo, everyone. Thank you. Clap, 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 clap. Do you do that for every guest? Do you say they're like something that they're like a credit of theirs? I try to. Yeah. I think it's a nice thing to do. That is a nice thing to do. I try to be like, you know, I think try to be considerate of others. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll tell you what. Someone with this nice of a house doesn't get this way by being considerate of others. You were 30 minutes late. Maybe that's why you're poor. (laughs) It's not my fucking fault. I got to take the goddamn train all the time. (laughs) Whose fault is it? You're a white man. I don't know. All right. Props to Karen on that one. And I don't say that very often, as you guys know. But this idiot thinks that someone who's nice and considerate can't possibly be wealthy or be doing well in life because the only way to get ahead is to be greedy and be an ass. Like, that's loser thing. This guy's a loser. <laughs> I can tell that. And thank God, Karen goes, yeah, well, maybe you'd be better if you, like, showed up to places on time and, and worked yeah. it out. Plan and, of ahead. course, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, I had to take the train. Yeah, well, guess what? Because you're poor. There's ways <laughs> to get to a place on time, even taking the train. You could even plan on getting there early if you want right, that's to. right american airlines does not run the train <laughs> right. so you have a chance thank you <laughs> trains have a, a schedule that you can predict when they're gonna show up and this guy's a fucking loser it's not like he's working a nine to five it's not like he's a busy guy he's a fucking loser and 
I don't know if he's joking right here. I can't tell if he's trying to be funny. It doesn't seem like he is. I watched this whole interview. He doesn't really have this style of sense of humor, so I think he's being honest right here. Well, that's what my agent said. He went, he went. Oh, you know, with the writer's strike, a lot of actors are going back to comedy, which is why we can't get you in the rooms. So, I mean, what a what an excuse that is, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a yeah. nice excuse that was. Yeah. Well, at least they're talking to you. Yeah. My manager fucking. Who, Takes every Saturday off, if you know what I mean. Um. <laughs> who is your manager? Nobody. Oh. He knows who he is. Yeah. What a fucking <laughs> lame question that is. I hate when comedians get together and they're like, so anyway, uh, what company do you work with? Who represents <laughs> oh, you? Oh, yeah. This is not an interesting topic I'm for sure anyone. the next question was, can you give him my number? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know he goes, yeah, my agent, you know, he has a bunch of excuses why he can't get me booked places. He's like, you're not funny. You don't draw. No yeah. one likes you. You're, you're late. <laughs> Fat and stupid. And Brendan's like, what about the Raiders strike? He's like, yeah, that too. Oh, All yeah. right. That's the one I'm sticking with. <laughs> I'm leading with that one next I'm time. I'm leading with that one when I talk to Karen Pian on her show. All right, what else you got over here, Andy? Let's let's slide right. back to the pregnant woman. Well, yeah, uh, I promise not all of my clips are this, but uh, Karen has already joked, or I don't know if she can have kids, but she she made a joke earlier in a different clip that she's barren. Maybe she can, maybe she can't, maybe she doesn't want kids, but she already said that she can't have kids. But for like pregnant women on a show, without discussing the how and why everyone should end up in the same boat as, as starting a family... They they all want to know. It's just like, well, do you have kids? Why not? What are, right. what are you doing? What are you doing to get pregnant? I've so heard that have if you everything don't that have I have kids. You're gay. That's right. what I've been told. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Let's let's see how this shakes out in clip four. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I um, you know, I'm in a relationship, so that's good. Right. That's good. I have one one down. One down. You're doing one it down. better than me. Yeah, but you, I'm you also can have kids without a relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're successful enough that you don't need to have a partner. Right. Yeah. Would you and have I a could little just baby raise a own? baby in my little porn hub. Yeah. Oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Just baby. <laughs> is your boy in a bubble of sorts? <laughs> but yeah, everybody is just like, whoa, oh, you don't have kids? Well, you could adopt. Yeah. Have you thought about a, a raising Arizona scenario where you steal a baby? <laughs> you could have a kid. Yeah. It's just like, I don't want kids. You could murder a woman in a third trimester and rip the kid out. It might survive. I've read an article. Yeah, it wouldn't happens. be the first time. Right. Let's talk about anything else except babies. Well, also, and Karen, again, I got to give her props. I don't want to. It's not my goal here. But she goes, yeah, let me just bring a kid into this Pornhub. What Karen does for a living is plays with her vagina on camera. Does she go that far? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. She goes all the way on the OnlyFans <laughs> thing. Yeah, there's lots of asshole shots. And so the fact that she's, so I've been told. Uh, <laughs> a friend of mine said that. So the fact that this one was going on there and being like, why wouldn't you want like a kid or to adopt or something? She's like, well, first of all, I'm single. That's not going to help that. Yeah, right. You know, could you imagine? She already can't find a guy. And she's like, well, you know, I'm on OnlyFans. I play with my, I flick my bean a lot. Also, I have like a two-year-old. Like, yeah. All right, these are all red flags. <laughs> Nobody wants anything to do with this. Oh, I go out Jim and Sam. Oh, can you introduce me to Jim Norton? All right, well, <laughs> now, we're th- now there's one. <laughs> I'll pretend I- to like you for a while. <laughs> that's one thing I like, but everything else was a horrible, horrible idea. Yeah. Well, clip five, this is a real short one. This is just a catch-all excuse to explain away anything and everything women do. It's probably a hormonal week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's probably a hormonal. Just like last week and yeah. the week before. I'm, gonna I'm start... just a raging bitch because of these yeah. hormones. I'm going to start trying that. And, uh, you're, you're 20 minutes late. What's going on? Uh, so yeah, it's a hormonal week. It's a hormonal week. You're fired. No, in 2023, everyone's just be like, okay, that's yeah. fine. 
I don't know what you were assigned to birth. I'm just <laughs> getting out of the way of this one. Should Plus, I keep going? Andy with an I. Oh, yeah. Pull it off. That's all I got to do is change the last letter and I'm yeah. uh, good to go. I could park in the uh, pregnant woman parking spot at Wegmans. All right, there might be a couple other steps besides just changing a letter there. A couple that you don't want to do. But yeah, go ahead. Keep going. All right. People think that kids take over your life, and uh, they're right. So Sarah, from what I heard, is married to Joe List, and they both want to continue accelerating prof- professionally Great. after they have their kids. Good. So I was very surprised to hear what the blueprint for success after having children is. It, it's still like look at Bonnie and Rich. Like yeah. they've only been more successful like after having a kid. Yes, I look at. They are an example that I was like in my mind. Yeah, but then I'm like maybe they're the outlier. No, they're not. And like you guys, <laughs> both of you, both you and Joe are just going to keep getting better every year. So it's like yeah. everything's no. going to be good. So she said, Bonnie and Rich. Yeah. Is there anybody that's like I want to be Rich Voss when I grow up? Yeah. No. That. <laughs> The the people who host my wife hates me. Yeah. That's the relationship that I want to emulate. You could end up like them. Yeah, I want to be just like mm, those two. Sign me up. By the way, Rich Voss came back to Rochester recently. Okay, I've seen him a bunch of times. I didn't go this time, but Vinny Paulina was telling me that because the last time I saw him at the comedy club here, he did this whole thing where Bonnie called him in the middle of his act and he put her on speakerphone and then she was heckling the heckler. She's doing his act it was, for him. It was actually very funny. Okay. And it seemed like it was kind of a natural off the cuff kind of thing. But you think about it, you're like, well, she knows he's doing a gig. It's Friday night, 730. Like she knows he's on stage at this time. Vinny goes, yeah, she calls in every that's a, set. That's what he does. That's, that's like a thing that he does show. now is yeah. his body calls, on, calls him like, Oh, hey, what's up, body? <laughs> you know, like, as if she's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so Save the set, please. Yeah, apparently that's uh, one of the new things that he's he's up to. All right, I got one more from okay. this show. So these are three modern women. Then they know what guys like. They know what guys want. <laughs> and someone is pranking them and men in general. Clip seven. I've heard that, too. I've heard guys don't care about cellulite. My friend also, when she did spray tanning, she said a lot of her clients said keep the bra on or bathing suit on because guys like tan lines. I love because they think they're saying something Outlines. they're not supposed yeah. to. Oh, it's naughty. A little naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Do guys love huge bushes and unshaved legs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I, I'm great that's... at those. <laughs> Wait, sorry, but Vinny also did say he loves oh, bush. Oh, sick. <laughs> don't let bush. him hear this. <laughs> This Vinny character is ruining it for everyone. Oh, yeah, I love stretch marks and a full bush. Shut the fuck up. Can I tell the real secret to these ladies if they're listening to this? Yes, please. There's not a lot that will deter us is really what this is all <laughs> yeah, boils down right. to. It's not that we like cellulite. Nobody does. But we're not going to kick it out of bed. It's like, well, finally got a chick home, so all right. Yeah, I know how to blur my own eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You're like staring at one of those magic picture sailboats. just watching porn. Yeah. <laughs> no one's bringing a, a ring light into the bedroom because your girl has full bush and cellulite. Like, all right, we're going to close the blinds on this one. That's that's insane. These people are, are nuts. All right, so they start off the show. For whatever reason, Karen is talking about generosity and how important it is to be generous. And you can be generous even if you're poor because Brendan is poor. But you can be generous with your time and different things like that. And so, well, I got to give Brendan a little bit of credit here because he sees where this conversation is going and realizes that this is stupid and no one wants to hear it. Um, No, but I no, of course you are. And you help people. Whatever. I don't want this to be this. That sucks. 
<laughs> She's like, yeah, but you're also a good guy. He's like, I don't think that's true, but can we talk about anything else? So, okay, so thankfully they move on. And they talk about the furniture in her, her room. I guess she's got a piece of furniture that is made by a company called, <laughs> wait, wait for this, Dickies. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys got that joke, but the first four letters, I'll give you a clue, the first four letters. Uh, now you get it? All right. Check this out because uh, Brendan's going to jump. He's a comedian. He's a professional comic. He's going to jump all over this one. This is leather. This is like, this is expensive. But this uh, was not. It is a Dickies prison cot. Yeah, I bet it has a lot of Dickies. You guys know it. Dickies, right? Nothing gets past this guy. He's like, oh, I'm going to zing this one. I got it. Let's go. <laughs> and she keeps going because she couldn't believe he'd touch that one. Right. No, there's a lot of times where you can tell Karen has no respect for this guy. Yeah. And she's just like, all right, let's just keep, where's keep your, moving. Yeah, the, where's your end table from, pussies are us? The interesting thing no, is that, that it's, a, been all right. it's a prison cot. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's he's like, oh, part. Dickies. That's the interesting part, right? How, how many Dickies? Like, I don't know, man. Lots. None. All right. So then they're talking about. Prisoners on dating sites. Apparently, this is a thing. And so Karen's on these dating sites and she's talking about, she's like, yeah, sometimes there'll be a guy who's doing a video on there and he's in prison. You can see people milling around in the background and the whole thing. And so <laughs> Brendan, who's just so funny, just can improv with the best of it, decides that he's going to go off on this premise and yeah. really fucking hit a home run. <laughs> Um, but they're just like, hey, what's up? My name's Ramon. I'm an entrepreneur, some people might An say. entrepreneur? Yeah, that's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I distribute and uh, um, cocaine, yeah. which is quite the entrepreneurial uh, endeavor. <laughs> and I solve problems. I'm I work looking, with my hands. I'm looking for some skank that can come to my... Uh, uh, con- what is that called? <laughs> <laughs> God, you stink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you get a Tukey. I think that was an Italian accent, right? Is he saying all Italians are criminals? Is that what he's trying to say here? Because I agree. That is true. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I agree with from that. So then they talk about, after that horrible performance, they talk about, um, Brendan says that if he was in prison, he would want to suck a guy's dick, assuming that that guy would suck him off in return. Now, Right in up prison. To, up until this point, I thought he was gay, but apparently he's not. Oh. I know. <laughs> but he does talk about wanting to suck dick. And Karen doesn't understand this at all. She's wildly confused by this. What's the end game, I guess, is my question, though. What are you doing that? <laughs> What's the reason to do To come. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? What's like, the when end you game? Say, like, like, when you say you have to, what's the end to that? means like you're sucking his dick for a position in a gang or no for certain rights so i people... don't think you know much about prison mm. so karen thinks that sucking a guy's dick is gonna get gang members to respect you because that's not yeah. true <laughs> what do you think guys i'm doing a good job <laughs> yeah i mean that's a good premise for a comedy skit <laughs> you know? yeah, write that one down he I'm didn't use good. any teeth i respect that yeah. <laughs> this guy's fucking taking all of us on all right he's our new leader you just made the grade <laughs> yeah dude if we could all come on your back you can now be the lo- the guy that we all follow going forward <laughs> only had a train though unfortunately Yeesh. all right andy Okay. Back to you. My so friend. I had to switch gears and I noticed there was one on there that was just called only Karen. So this is just her. Maybe she had a cancellation or something. Yeah. But 
she did an episode where she had no guest. And she not only did she have no guest, she had nothing to talk about. Oh, no. So I I saw this one and I I'll feel like I'm getting coffee with Karen kind of vibe. You know, she's just talking one on one. And I was just like, that'll be exciting. Let's find find <laughs> out what it'll be like to have a conversation with Karen Fian and clip eight. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of OnlyFans with me, your host, Karen Elizabeth Feehan. Um, coming at you live from my couch in my apartment with my girl, Mabel. Is Mabel in frame? Mabel is chill as fuck because we just had a really great time. We went to two different parks, played some uh, catch. There were a few bulldogs afoot. Uh, Mabel's not the biggest bulldog fan. Um, English, American. Oh, God. Name some more dogs. I am getting real horned up now. This chick's <laughs> talking about her dog. Wow. Well, this dog, it's a great dog because the, she played catch with the dog. The dog was throwing the ball back. Oh, God. According to <laughs> so This dog is some fucking, kind of super dog. So fucking annoying. I love that she goes, oh, shit, I'm by myself. I better interview my dog. Yeah. yeah. No. But no. believe it or not, the dog is the most interesting part of this believe episode. It. So... And clip nine, uh, next on the compelling conversation list, ailments and health. So everyone loves that, you know, when people start running down what's wrong with them. That's why I visit my parents on a regular basis. Puts me in a great mood. (laughs) I'm pretty bloated today. I think it's because I ate almonds. I don't want to say I'm allergic to them because I don't think I am, but they just don't. Oh, they don't sit well. Had physical therapy today, and I had a follow-up about my hand. Good news. Doctor says bone is healed. Bone is healed. Bone is healed. I have been lying to all of my physical therapists and doctors about how much weight I've been lifting. That's the best way to get healthy, right? The yeah, lie to healthcare definitely. professionals that are For trying sure. to help you. John, you look gray. How many drinks are you having a day? Oh, it's light beer, so none. <laughs> you lie to your defense attorney. That's who you lie to, <laughs> not the doctor. That's not going to help you at all. But I do like the fact that she, and I'm assuming this is the beginning of the episode, right? Yeah. She ran off the list of things that nobody gives a fuck about to start the show. Mm-hmm. That's always a good thing. Some people want to front load their episode. Like, let's get all the interesting stuff early on. That's when most people are watching and listening. Yeah. Not Karen Fee. And she goes, hold on. What if we did this? What if we flip the script and make it boring as fuck? Well, to start dare people to watch it. I believe that she believes this is good content because she's mildly attractive and has just experienced this her whole life, probably. Yes. Because people pretend. Mildly attractive is the operative word there. Yeah. Because she thinks everything she says is interesting right. and funny. Yeah. And so does everyone who wants to fuck her. Yeah. So that works out well for her. Well, does that include what kind of food she likes? Because that's what happens in clip 10. Ooh, I hope it's almonds again. <laughs> More almond talk. <coughs> Bree's a good cheese, but you need it with like other aliment. I like a crisp cracker, yes. A layer of brie, thinly sliced pear, and honey. Maybe some cashews or pecans. Pecans. Walnuts? Walnuts. Food is so fucking good. What other what other <laughs> nuts do you know? How many Brazil things can nuts. you put on a cracker? Yeah, I know. Can we just list a few more things here? I'll, I'll give her this, though. You ask a woman what she wants for dinner, and it's 40 minutes of, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so, what do you want? At least she's walking around. I, I She's on OnlyFans pantsless going, you know what I like? One, scoo- <laughs> one squirt of caramel in my iced coffee Anything, and whipped cream, please. It's kind of cold in here. Speaking of people who have nothing to say. 
this guy, Brendan, comes on. And I think that because Karen's bad at interviewing people, he realizes he needs to come up with something to say and to talk about. Mm -hmm. And this might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard somebody bring up as like a conversation starter ever. There are celebrities that we know are dead that are just fucking disgusting looking right now. Like I picture like James Gandolfini or like Mac Miller skeletons. They're skeletons right now. They're skeletons with maybe a little bit of hair or something. It's fucking. I never think about stuff like that. Really? Absolutely not. That's crazy. <laughs> you don't think about what James Gandolfini looks like after rotting away in the ground for 10 years? You don't? <laughs> I'm That's with nuts. you. I don't want to give her credit for anything, but I, I have to. Yeah. For her saying, I never think about fucking shit. Yeah. Like, that's a dumb premise, and you should stop talking about yeah. it, is pretty much what she said. So then, right after that, she goes on to talk about what her beliefs are for some reason. Mm. And Brendan being the retard that he is. Has to do that thing that I rag on a lot of podcasters about, including Ray DeVito. They hear some words, and then they have to start spewing information they know about things that are related to that, but not really. And it's not a conversation, and there's no reason for it. And honestly, I'm not letting Karen off the hook on this one either. This is a dumb conversation between two dumb people. I think about their spirits going into like a million different pieces and their creativity sprinkling down on other artists. Oh, oh yeah, I, I... Are you a Scientologist? No. Oh. That's confusing. That's then. not a Scientologist theme. Yeah. You can just I think it slap is. a fucking idea. I think it is. No yeah. it isn't. <laughs> You're like, and then all their spirits become Nephites. I, I don't know what that the, is. That's Mormonism. Okay. <laughs> Show off. Yeah, I know. What, what does that even have to do with fucking anything? She talks about some weird fucking mumbo jumbo shit, and he's like, what is that, Scientology? Like, well, no. That's not what that is at all. He's like, well, I know one thing about Mormons. All right. This is this is what I call a bad interviewer yeah. and a bad interviewee. This is a bad combination for a show to have. You're right about that. So Brendan finds out that Karen's dad is a bartender. And Brag. when he finds this out, he finds the right angle. The one thing I like about Brendan is that he's trying to make the with the funny. Yeah. He's a comic. And so he's always looking for the right angle. And I think he nailed it with this one. A teacher. Your dad's a bartender on a ferry. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he has a pretty cool job. That feels like a, just a bunch of words somebody put together. Yeah, My dad yeah, like a bunch is of a bartender a mad on a ferry. <laughs> and my mom is a mortician at Six Flags. <laughs> Why? Why Six Flags? Why are we burying people at Six Flags? I want to go to Six Flags. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been there in a fucking minute. Why? Am I not stoned enough to understand what's going on <laughs> yeah, here? Maybe. What the fuck is wrong with these two? That's what I mean. This is so uncomfortable. The fact that these two are trying to like carry on a conversation. Neither of them like each other. They have nothing in common. So he says, a mortician is six flags. And so Karen then asked the dumbest follow-up question of all time. Because they literally don't know what to talk about with each other. What's your favorite part about an amusement park? The rides or the festivities, the games, the food? Damn. The people? That's a good question. I really. That's not a good question. That's the opposite of a good question. What's your favorite part of an amusement park? Who cares? Yeah, and then followed up with multiple choice. Yeah, right. Who gives a fucking shit? She's not the the outfits? What did she say? Yeah. Yeah. The outfits. I like dressing off as a princess. Yeah. That's the thing that I enjoy. I mean, it, you could tell they don't know each other at all. 
And Karen has made no attempt to get to know what he's into or what they should be talking about on the show. She's done zero prep and she's just hoping they're going to have an interesting conversation. And it actually, it feels like they have to fill the time. Yeah. Well, we got to talk to each other for an hour. So, hey, I'm talking, you're talking. She's never done one minute of show prep for any of these. No. None. You can tell. She's not good at this. Yeah. 100%. Because in clip 11, I mean... Hide the fucking lotion because things are about to get sexy. I had food poisoning on Friday. Some people think it was food poisoning. Some people don't. <clears throat> I feel like I'm allowed to say, like, I'm allowed to know if I had food poisoning or not. It came on, I had dinner around 9, and at 2 a.m., I was in trouble. Let's put it that way. We were in trouble. Thank God for the dog mom crew. They came through so heavy, so clutch, gave Mabel morning walk. I did text at like 5.30 a.m., which I'm sure was upsetting to some, but I was in trouble. Did you throw up? We did. I, yes, I, threw, I couldn't stop throwing up. It never stopped. It was like a joke. It's like you become uh, delirious. You keep drinking water knowing you're going to vomit it. You keep drinking it because you're so fucking thirsty because you keep vomiting water. <laughs> and it made- did, huh. she, did she go on her OnlyFans? That's what I want. <laughs> I know. Sign up. Are you sure you didn't have diarrhea too? I was just starting to get turned on. Right. That's what I want to hear. Clip about. twelve is just a drop of that laugh. Usually it's going in both sides, but on this occasion it was coming up. <laughs> yeah, let's hear this. <laughs> so attractive. Fran Drescher. So attractive. Wow. Who doesn't want to marry that? I can't believe she's single. How is that even possible? Holy shit. All right. This is maybe like this sums up Karen. And for me, this she starts telling the most boring story possible, okay. realizes it's boring, realizes she's bombing, sits in it for way too long, and then just says, makes something up, just like to, to say something interesting. It's 13? Yeah. This squirrel kept kind of like running down the tree and like looking around like, what the fuck? And Mabel would be like right there and he's like, no, this is wrong. And then he'd go back up. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, that wasn't very good. Was there a sailboat? <laughs> the dog looks ashamed. <laughs> My mom sucks. <laughs> um, I've been experimenting with ketamine. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm going skydiving tomorrow. That really threw No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to the DMV. I'll tell you all about it topless on my OnlyFans. <laughs> that threw her off for a, a while. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing I wanted to comment on. Thank you for reminding me. The, uh, the idea of having tan lines. <laughs> Is that a thing for guys? Are they into that? Some guys into some, everything. Well, every guy's right? into something, yeah. right? And, and, I mean, you could be like, yeah, guys like fat chicks who weigh over 300 pounds. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. There's a guy. <laughs> sure. All right. Fair enough. Because I thought that was also kind of ridiculous. But but to answer your question, I've never heard of that before. No, me neither. I've, ne- I've never been like, ooh, I like a girl who wears a one piece. I don't- <laughs> she goes tanning. And it's just tan I don't, lines. I don't, tan. Yeah, I don't need outlines to show me where to look. <laughs> yeah. Brown arms and legs and just white everything else. Yeah. I need to be real white around the nipple or else I'm I, not I want sure my women on. to look like Neapolitan ice cream. Yes. <laughs> Okay, this is an example of Brendan does not like Karen. And so he's looking for any reason to rag on her. And I think he gets a little too excited in this instance. I used to travel like 
three hours total, like going to like the Rockaways. Going to the Rockaways. <laughs> Jesus, cough already, for Christ's sake. <laughs> And even when I wasn't working at the... <laughs> God, you know, you fucking heard that shit. You heard it coming. Wow. That's right. Stuttering John level insult. Yeah, right. Just like, oh, you suck. You suck. You guys suck. You both suck at this. Like, all right, I'm trying to do a show. I'm going to give you a break for yeah. a second if you don't mind. Sound like uh, Just, one of our Patreon supporters. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down and wait for me to mispronounce something so you can jump all over that. Right. All right. So right after that happens... I want you to see Karen's body language. We'll describe to people who are listening to this. She does not like this guy, and she makes it very clear. Texting. You're a fucking asshole, Brendan. But what is it that you use it's on messaging? Like the first night I hook up with a guy, I'll be like, oh my God, we're in love. Like we have this chemistry. It's so right. wild. It's so crazy. Like, right. What does your dad look like? Like we're right. going to have a baby. And then I'll like make them come at me and I'll put my legs in the air. I'll be like, huh, baby, we're going to make a baby. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, that's the right reaction out of Brendan for that. She literally has her back turned to him. She has her legs up with the bottoms of her feet facing him. Yeah. She's pretty much like trying to leave the room. <laughs> right. Actively. Yeah. <laughs> as she's talking about what a psycho she is. I, again, yeah. I can't believe she's single. She's like, once I sleep with a guy, I want to marry him and have babies. <laughs> Neat. Can't wait to hook up next time I'm in New York. Sounds fucking fantastic. Gotta go. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks at all. So Karen cuts off Brendan mid-sentence because Brendan does like a black impression or something. And so Karen has to point out that this is another black guest she's had on her show. And she knows the number of black guests that she's had on the show. Oh, like Kanye? Uh, <laughs> didn't he say that in a song? <laughs> Apologine. Uh, <laughs> she can't even look at him. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking, you know. I'm going to count she, that. She this goes episode every... is one of our black guest episodes. That's pretty cool. Number five. Out of, all at once, if you know what I'm saying. Out of one, the four, the other no. four were all at once. Hey, they got it. <laughs> you piglet. This is not a conversation. These are two people performing. They're both each separately performing right now. Because you see, both are like looking over at the camera and they, oh, right, um, look at what I just did. Brendan's fake breaking. Yes, and Karen's hating this. Yeah, I every would, moment of it, she's too. she keeps trying to get further and further away from him. <laughs> All of her body is like wrapping around. It's like a plant to the sunlight. You put a plant by the window and all of a sudden it's fucking three weeks later. It's leaned over like this. Like anything further away from this guy is where I want to be. If there was a limo, the window would be going up between them. <laughs> now that would be a funny podcast. Yeah. I wish there was driver. just like a, a fire alarm on the wall that she was reaching for to fucking yeah. end it. She's breaking the glass. Yeah. All right. Now, this is an example of Brendan cracking himself up. And uh, I have to say, like I was saying, they're both performing right now. And this is him doing his performance. Also, with the writer's strike. <laughs> Shut up, Brendan. <laughs> you know, the writer's strike. <laughs> no, of course people have like. The writer's strike. <laughs> Sorry. How to not get invited back on a show. <laughs> Who would want this guy on their show? He's terrible at this. I'm not saying it's easy. I don't think I'd be good on Karen's show. She sucks at this. But, God, he's terrible. In fact, I think maybe this is the move. 
I just realized this as I'm talking about it. If I get invited on Karen's show, I'm sure I will. <laughs> when I do, I should say, I'm just going to stare at her and be like, what do you got? What do you know about me? What do you want to know about me? <laughs> yeah. Just put her on the spot. Let her know what a terrible fucking interviewer she is. I got one more clip, Andy. I'll play that, and then I'll let you uh, I got one finish more too. things off for us. So we're talking about the writer strike. This is a big topic for this guy. I know, fucking Gina all over again. And uh, so the premise is that these writers are whiny assholes and they should have gotten a different job if they wanted to make so much money. And I guess it's just kind of like, well, like maybe like you should have been like a CEO. Yeah, maybe you should have aimed a little bit higher than being the writer for Friends. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty iconic show. Yeah. That's I like should a have different... really thought. Yeah, that was a bad Man, example. Yeah, was... I... You might as well just said Larry David. <laughs> like Being the writer for Drew Carey's show. Still a great show. You're just <laughs> listing pretty good shows that were like probably... I don't know. When those shows that still air, it, do they get? Do the writers get residuals too? <laughs> They're having a bitch off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's two stone people who don't like each other yeah. who have to spend an hour with it. It's like a consequence from the Wheel of Consequences. Get yeah. stoned with a loser and hang out for an hour. Like, fuck, I don't want to do that. He could say anything no. and she'd be like, oh, it's pretty good. What about the writers for Number One Son? Oh, it was pretty good. Yeah, at this point, she's giving him nothing for sure. But the fact that the the premise of, oh, you want to go on strike because you're a writer? Why don't you become the CEO? Could possibly be funny if it was Tim Dillon delivering that premise. I think he could make that work. These two, not so much. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Go out on the limb there. All right, Andy, how do we finish this up? All right, last one. If there was any question about whether or not that she has something to talk about, this is going to answer it. They, they, she's got nothing. She throws to the unseen producer on the other side of this camera, mm-hmm. and it's just like pff, a complete dud. Is this 14? Yeah. What's up with the um, state of the world? What do you think? Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I think it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, and I don't want to know. This is a cautionary tale about just anybody that thinks they could sit down with a microphone yeah. and do a show without ha- thinking of something to say and having a premise, that's what this is. What's up with the state of the world, Andy? I don't know. <laughs> who, who cares? <laughs> Shut up, asshole. What kind of question is that? What do you do with that? All right. I appreciate that. We are here to provide a service for future podcasters, current podcasters, previous podcasters. Do not do what Karen Feehan does. And with that, it brings us to our cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And uh, so this cringe of the week is kind of fun. This is a dude shitting himself <laughs> in the middle of his pockets. We're talking about the uh, the Irish Notre Dame. So it's like a sports show. Oh. And a guy's like watching this on his uh, TV. <laughs> and he zooms in on the guy on the left here who just shits his pants. <laughs> Throw a lot of RPOs. Now they ran some because Navy never forced him to pull it and throw it. Well, oh, that uh, one stuck so out. Like oh, like God damn it. Got past the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So that, that, one's, that one's visual, but uh, I thought it was worth checking out and I forgot who. Uh, oh, Kevin Morin. Kevin Morin won on uh, Twitter. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for sharing that. Andy, I saw that you had a cringe of the week as well. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, just like everybody, I love Tukey. And Tukey has been trying to establish a call-in show. 
And there are trials and tribulations that come with setting up the technical aspect of that. And one of those challenges is having maybe like multiple phone lines and not just letting it beep like you have an incoming call while you're on the phone with Wendy the retard. So this is Tukey trying to make plans with Wendy while people just keep calling into the show. Oh, no. And it's delightful and maddening. Well, I'll tell you what Tukey needs. Yeah. Stuttering John Melendez. He needs a call screener. Right. That's what you can't be the call screener and the host at the same time. Get that sweaty drunk. Did you ever have a passionate kiss with KC? Uh, no, I wish I did. Yes. So does so does Tukey. Tukey wishes that very much. But uh, what are you up to, Wendy? How are you? Stop calling in. I'm talking to I'm Wendy. Doing I'm doing good. I'm watching you, Tukey. I just love you, Tukey. You're doing a great show. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> oh, you sons of bitches. Stop <laughs> what do you have planned for this weekend, Tukey? <laughs> Wendy, what is your name? <laughs> I want to ask you, Tukey, if you want to do a Sunday evening show around 2 o'clock, uh, I mean, around 10 o'clock on, on Sunday night. On your cha- on your channel? Yeah. Uh, sure, Jets. Uh, this Sunday at 10 o'clock east, Tukey will be there. <laughs> the super chat. Okay, yeah. no problem, Tukey. Oh, wait a minute. That's usually Tukey soup time. Wait, wait. Uh, hold on, Wendy. I'll have to get back to you. I don't know if okay. I'll be available. Can people stop calling? <laughs> That's great. It reminds me of when people used to call Sorry John as soon as he went live, his phone would start ringing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so. That's pretty funny. I like watching Tukey get frustrated and angry. I fucking yeah. love it. That's very fun. All right. I know why everyone's here. They're not here because Truck Randy's out on Wednesdays. They're not here because of producer Chris's hair. <laughs> Don't believe the subreddit. That's not why they're here. The people are here because they want to know what is going on with our current Radio War 2023 Marijuana Happy Hour. My boy Johnny Cush. I have to tell you guys, this is bad news. If you're a fan of WATP, I have a feeling that everyone watching right now are not fans of our show. They're all part of the Kush Army. Oh. They, they probably probably sent them here. Hate watching. To celebrate the fact that it's over for us. We'll look back and we'll think of Carl. We'll laugh at the good times, won't we, Carl? Producer Chris, Blind Mike, and all the other contributors. And the rest. <laughs> to this horrible, horrible podcast. Radio Karma's coming, and it's coming. It's hit you. It's finally hit you. It's finally hit you. You fucked around, and you found out, and you fucked with the wrong guy. Now your show is dead. Your employees are gone. They're working for me now, bitches. So this is my question, and I I have a few clips on here. I'm not going to get too much into it, but was this this guy's big plan all along? Was this the big story arc? He, oh, we're coming at you. We're going to take you down. And then nothing changes and he declares victory. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, what are the, the pains that you're uh, suffering? I'm trying to, to I'm trying to figure that out. I didn't know I worked for this fucking guy. I was going to say, I mean, I need money if he's offering well, me a job. <laughs> there are jobs being offered. He offered me one on Twitter. He offered me one during the show as well. He says, 11 bucks an hour, I can clean the toilets over at his studios. 
So I'm considering it. Hey, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I? But we must say goodbye now to Who Are These Podcasts? Six years of hard work down the drain because he fucked with the wrong guy. And now I'm here. Exact revenge. On I'm playing this music podcast bad. You've ever slandered. Rest in peace. Who are these podcasts? All right, so this guy's just playing make-believe. Is he admitting it now? Because when he was talking about his 220,000 listeners every night and how important his show was and how good he was, this is all make-believe. I, this must be geared toward the people that only listen to that, right? He's just like, hey, I got over on them. I, I, you, you'll never right. find out because you're not going to go listen and realize That's my theory. the show is yeah. just still going. Then you nailed it. Way more popular. That was my theory, too. Does he think that his audience is so stupid? That they're gonna hear this and be like, I knew my boy Johnny Cush would take those guys out. Johnny Cush did it again. Just yeah, just by the way he's describing their show, I knew that they would bow down. Drove to Rochester in his Bronco, gave him a talking to. Yeah. All right, this is fun. Started out six years ago, 2016. I know it's tough. God, it sounds that is, like shit. Too. I know it sounds terrible. Basic fucking math. They started out six years ago, 2016. That would be seven years ago. (laughs) This is very fucking easy. This guy is a retard, and he's also a child. And we buried you live on the air in 11 minutes. You are done. You are done, Carly Carl. You are so done. Oh, it's so good to see you. I I wish it was sad. I know it's a funeral. It's supposed to be sad. This guy thinks he's Howard Stern. Howard would go to a market and have a funeral for... The number one DJ that he replaced in the market, you not replaced, but, you know, obviously won the ratings battle. And so this guy's trying to do the same thing, but with none of the audience behind it, none of the charisma. None of the microphones. He's nothing. <laughs> it sounds like shit. He's not doing anything interesting. And so th- then what he does after that, and it, it proves that he has nothing to talk about, nothing to say. He just starts listing all the podcasts that we've reviewed on Who Are These Podcasts. I'm doing this for the Sarah Silverman program and I'm doing this for, and he just goes through and just lists all these things. I'm like, this is how you're filling the fucking time on your show. No one wants to hear this. It's not interesting in any way. So then now that the victory is over, what's next for Johnny Cush? Now on to the show. Now on to the part that you want to listen to, where we don't talk about this cuck anymore. He's gone. We don't have to talk to him again. He's finally gone. We have won the podcast war. Now on to the next one. See, that's where I think you were right, where he's just going, okay, audience, that's the end of that saga. <laughs> don't look for it. It's <laughs> yeah, not there it's, anymore. It's gone. We All did the episodes it. are down. Moving on. I don't want to have Carl Rag on me anymore because that didn't work out for me. So we're just going to move on. Now, when we did do the show and we had Blind Mike on, he kept talking about Red Bar and Red Band. Red <laughs> yeah, Bar is Mike David. Red Band is the guy who started the Joe Rogan experience with Joe Rogan. He's now on Kill Tony. Very different people. And this guy talks about wanting to get on Kill Tony. He likes Red Band. But he's constantly talking about taking down Red Band. And even Blind Mike was like, I think he's getting this confused. I go, I don't know. Is he that stupid? Is it <laughs> Turns out, yes, he is yeah. that stupid. In 22 days from now, you mark my words, we will be having a Red Band funeral. I mean, Red Bar, not Red Band. <laughs> I love Red Band. I hate Red Bar. Red Band is the greatest. He's the greatest man alive. Plus, I want to get on Kill Tony, so I can't. I'm not going to talk shit about that guy. So, yeah, he's just confused. He's an idiot. 
He has no idea what's going on. Well, it's not good to be a host of a radio show if you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a bad, bad idea from the, the start right there. So this is why he's declaring that he won the show or won this war. And we didn't do a show our regular time Saturday this past weekend. We never did tell that story, by the way. Producer Chris and I had a very hard go getting back to Rochester. We should have been back at 5 p.m. We got back after 2 a.m. Yeah. And uh, it was not fun. So we had to record on Sunday instead of Saturday, but I still put it out Sunday night. I still got it out the same day that I usually get it out. It was a little bit later. And this guy's show that we're playing right now is from yesterday, Tuesday. Whether that was late Monday night or an early Tuesday morning, whatever it was. Our show had been out for a while. Uh, still no show. Haven't seen a show up on their uh, website since I bought a complete staff. Why, uh, <laughs> on your little vacation this weekend, things were a little weird between you and producer Chris, weren't they, Carl? Things were kind of <laughs> a little off, weren't they, on your little vacation this weekend, weren't they? Actually. Producer Chris kind of looking a little strange at you, huh? The kind of things kind of... Maybe aren't working like they used to. Yeah. Like just playing like a change huh. in the weather around your home, and people are starting to cancel their appearances. Uh-huh. People are asking for uh, refunds in Detroit. <laughs> asking for refunds. All right, all of that is incorrect. Um, is so, that, is that? I'm, I'm sorry. Is it that why he thinks this is a victory? Because. An episode didn't come out on time because airlines are unreliable. That's what he's claiming. Whether that's true or not, who knows? He lives in the world of make-believe. Yeah. So maybe, because I, I did see that he, he tweeted when our, we didn't put out a new episode when we normally do. He tweeted, yeah, they're done. It's over. But this is a day and a half later. So yeah. I would assume that by then he would know better, but maybe not. And so he says that people are canceling on me. Just the opposite. In fact... All the late night hosts are doing a show that I think watches today. They're doing a podcast. They're going to do a podcast every day until the strike ends. So it's Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. Um, who are the other assholes? Uh, Oliver, John oh, Oliver. Seth, uh, and Seth Myers. Seth Myers. Thank you. Those five guys are doing a podcast together. And I got notes from a bunch of different people saying, we got to do this show together. The first one was Chrissy Mayer. So we're going to do that Saturday night at nine o'clock. We're going to do a crossover show uh, with a special guest, uh, Chrissy Mayer and me. So it's, it's just the opposite of that. Also canceling Detroit, just the opposite of that. We have people reaching out saying, shit, it's sold out. I want to come. How do I go? So this guy might be a little bit off on some of the assertions. Now, maybe I was getting a, Side eye from producer hey, Chris. Hey, I don't you know. You do not let Johnny Cush come between us. <laughs> All right. No, you're right. You're right. I, I have your back. It's just what he wants to happen. That is, that is what he wants to happen. All right. But now he's thinking about because he's worried about this show we have in Detroit. Sold out show at the Magic Bag. And he's taking us out. And there's all these people with tickets. I'm going to be so disappointed when I get to Detroit and nobody comes. Yeah. Well, we can't go because we're the ones who are done. Everyone else has accommodations and tickets and airfare. Maybe I'll fly to Detroit and do the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Since I now uh, own their ass. He's going to zoom us. <laughs> Why don't I do that? Why don't I? Hey. Hey, uh, Siri. Or hey, uh, Siri. Could be a, a flight to Detroit. I mean, uh, Siri. 
Whatever device I don't actually have. I like that he goes, Siri, book me a flight to Detroit. Done and done, sir. (laughs) (laughs) You want to give some more parameters around that or no? Okay, that's all you need to do. Fair (laughs) enough. I will say this, and people are going to get mad at me, but Johnny Cush, please come to Detroit. I do have, I can't create tickets out of nothing, but I can get Johnny Cush in the show. Sorry, Ray DeVito. I know you were on the guest <laughs> list, but if Johnny Kush shows up, yeah, he's in. And at least you can crash in the Bronco. And I will let him right up onto the stage. He can come right up onto the stage, and he can let us know. He can give it to us. Take a victory lap. Yep. We'll have a whole celebration about how he... <laughs> Vinny, give the man a seat, would you? Come on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then he starts talking about his tour. Mm. We know that he's on tour. And he's got a big show coming up. And this is a big announcement right here. And, of course, the big tour is announced today. We did seal a New Year's Eve gig. I'm very excited. We are going to be, actually, in Buffalo on New Year's Eve. I know. Are we there because we love Buffalo? No. Why are we there? Why are we going to Buffalo? Out of spite. So a couple of uh, Carl's little underlings, a little of his, uh, what do you call them, cult members, I guess. We like to call them cult members, I guess. Every podcaster has their cult members. I have mine, too. I know. I understand there's some delusional fans of mine that will take me take me to the limit. What? Like I said, give us a call right now. The number's right on the front of the page. Give us a call. Are you too chicken shit? That's another thing, too. I've never heard a phone call on this show. He goes, he goes there's a number right there. You can call at any time. Oh, everyone's too chicken shit. Not, I don't have any audience. No one's listening. And no one, that's why no one's calling into the show. I don't want to waste my time. He might not have a phone. Because he literally, on, on Twitter, he wrote something just like, well, if you want to call in, then call in. And I, I just replied, I've never heard anyone call into your show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no one's listening to the show, Johnny. It's not good. So you just heard he announced New Year's Eve Buffalo show. The reason he's saying this is because Cardiff is going around saying, He's putting on DevilCon 2 in Buffalo on New Year's Eve. And he hasn't picked a location yet, but he's already declaring that we're doing all of this and we're putting this all together. So I think Johnny Cush is retarded. Saw that and went, oh yeah? What if I do a show in that town the same night? Then how are you going to get people to come out to it? So what I want to know is, how do I get tickets to Johnny Cush in Buffalo on New Year's Eve? Because the Cardiff show is a joke. We're not, that's not happening. No more... Big events in the wintertime in Western New York. I'm declaring it right now. We're not doing that anymore. So that's not going to happen. So I want to find out, how do I get tickets to see Johnny Cush? Let me see. I'm getting the information here. We, we got the venue. We got the, the uh, where to get tickets. Let's see. Where are we, where are we going here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Take your time. I know this is very boring. This is proving this point, right? I'm yeah. trying to read and broadcast. That's kind of... Like walking and chewing gum at the same time. No, those are easy. That's it's easy. like whenever you need something. Let's see, where are we going? We're going to be in Buffalo, New York on yep. New Year's Eve. Okay, where's it going to be? At a place called the Alley Cat. So we'll be in Buffalo, New York at a place called the Alley Cat. The address is 109 Allen Street, Buffalo, New York. VIP tickets. And uh, podcast reservations are available. $200. Tickets go on sale September 12th. Reasonable. All right. 2023. For more information, uh, just keep where to buy the tickets. And if you want to do the pre-sale, 
uh, right now you can DM me and we are offering a discount of $50. So the $200 VIP experience what? can be bought for $150 before the sale date if you DM me on my Twitter, which is at Marijuana Happy. That's a normal thing. <laughs> if you want to get pre-sale, just DM a guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's usually how they sell tickets. It's the Venmo. <laughs> yeah, right. And most of the proceeds go to a beloved chatter. Beloved chatter. If this fucking retard really thinks he has an audience, or that he's not just playing pretend and make believe, he shouldn't be saying things like this. Right. It's and, just going to make him look bad. And instantly knocking fifty bucks off. <laughs> Why well, yeah, that doesn't help his cause by any means. <laughs> 200 bucks to meet Johnny Cush? I thought I could just go to a fucking bar and hang out with him. That was his previous tour. Mm -hmm. Or a brothel. Right. How how the fuck did you find this guy? Like, this really just sounds like a lunatic talking to himself in his basement. Correct. There's a guy named Mickey who found him for us. Because he started talking shit about us. And our audience is big enough at this point that if someone's talking shit about us, someone who knows us is going to hear it and get it back to me. Okay. So that's how this all came about. He wanted our attention. We gave it to him, and he did nothing with it. He's done absolutely nothing with it. He's only embarrassed himself. I don't, I I knew this went this way when he's like, "Oh, they took the bait." Yeah, they're talking about me. It's like, yeah, we are. Right. Now what? Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, right, you, you wanted sh- our attention. You yep. got it. Now what are you gonna do? Just nothing. make shit up, I guess. Not great. Uh, Andy, I saw that you brought some additional clips with you. Yeah, I got another little package. When I was doing all my clips, I uh, was flipping around YouTube, and I saw this, and I thought that would be worth bringing to the table. There have been some major developments in the world of crypto regarding the movement of the Pepe meme coin. Oh. And there's a streamer named Joe Perry with an A, Joe Perry, that uh, does a lot of crypto education and he brought on an expert to the, he brought an expert to the table to help us understand the risks and rewards of pepe and in clip one we're gonna learn what that's all about all right i can't wait to find out i was ready to play a uh, a jingle based on how i think might be a part of this <laughs> yeah. i'll save it until after the reveal <laughs> come out with some huge announcements there's been a 20 percent move to the downside it's, it's currently sitting on a major support line you know, what are your honest opinions and thoughts about Pepe? Because I first started talking about this when everyone else was talking about this and it was going to the moon. And I called the top of Pepe on the nose to the date. It's documented. There's a video about it. What are your thoughts right now about Pepe and overall about this entire project? I hate Pepe. I mean, I also <laughs> think it's funny and amazing how much it is pumped, though. So I both... I both love it and hate it. Very decisive. I love to eat peanut butter. I love to eat honey. And uh, I also love to eat beans. Beans. I look great. I feel great. Beans. I look great. I feel great. Peanut butter, honey, and Jerry Banfield is the expert they're bringing in. Well, I'm ready to hand over a lot of my money. Oh, right. Yes. Well, Jerry hates it, so I'm inclined to uh, (laughs) buy it all because his instincts could be further from When it comes to money, he's not the best. Right. Let's put it that way. So let's find out about the good and the bad 
in clip two. Hate it. I love how much conversation it's got, how the charts just went nuts. The ETH gas fees blew up off of Pepe pretty much single-handedly from a marketing standpoint. And I've been a marketer online for 12 years. I'm so impressed with Pepe. But from an investor standpoint, I wouldn't buy Pepe with your money. Like, I, if you gave and said, you know, here's a slush fund, do whatever you want. Ugh, I wouldn't touch Pepe because the market cap is so big already. And you say this lots of times in your videos about if Yeah, he, he says it. So Jerry's opinion is this guy's opinion. That's not good. That's <laughs> right. not why you bring somebody on. I love that he's a marketer for 12 years. That cracks me up. Right, yeah. He loves it for the cartoon and the racism. Got sure. It. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a hilarious meme and people are posting it in our Discord as we speak. Yeah. Who doesn't love Pepe? So in clip three, he says that the reason he really doesn't love it is because it's quote unquote dirty money. Okay. And Jerry doesn't ever condone that. It hit the top before and I'm like, I don't care if it goes up. That's like dirty money to me too. Like just going in a casino and throwing down some money and coming out. Which I, you know, I used to do. I, I've done, I know about some dirty money, but I try and stay out of that now. Yeah, when he was pissing away his wife's 401k. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> now, we're talking about crypto as an investment. Yeah. And he compares it to going into a casino. Right. Okay, that makes sense. And then he calls that dirty money. That's not what dirty money is. Winning from gambling is not dirty money. Yeah. It's criminal activity that makes you money. If you're selling heroin... That might be considered dirty money, not the roulette wheel. Very yeah. <laughs> different way to make money. And also, who gives a shit? It's fucking crypto. Right. <laughs> am I, I going to make money or not? Well, you are, but it's dirty. Great. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wipe the dirt off. Yeah. I'll launder it. Yeah. So in the, uh, clip four of this, uh, Jerry speaks to the potential of being able to short trade okay. Pepe and... Uh, uh, I'm sorry. And because he's an expert and he knows everything about insider trading, he's going he's gonna to explain why, you know, shorting stock is maybe a risky endeavor. Okay. So I don't mess with any RC20s. At the same time, there's a guy in my Discord server who is real degen with these meme coins and likes to short them. If I was doing that, I would not short Pepe because it too easily could go up and you could lose. I don't do any leverage trading at all. Despite I could, I have enough experience, but leverage trading is where you really get wrecked. Right. Your experience was getting wrecked. Well, that's your experience with that's not leverage advice. trading. That's not advice to say, I wouldn't invest in this because it's probably not going to go up, but it also might go up. So I also wouldn't short it at the same time. Yeah. So you have no idea. So you're worthless. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Jerry. Yeah. Great to see you. All right. right. I've, I've never been married because I heard about this divorce thing that yeah, could right. happen. Yeah, you know, things could go south. Go south. All right. Well, fuck it then. So, Les, final thoughts. I, I want to. I want advice about how to invest in crypto. What is Jerry's advice that I should do with my money in the crypto space? Get your pencils out, everybody. Let's learn. I wouldn't mess with this at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks, Jerry. That is the best advice. Wait, can I you can back get... that up? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not be conservative. Not, not maybe like, you know, don't don't invest too much money and see what happens. Right. Just I, I don't don't do it. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Blast says this conversation is convincing me to put my kids' college fund into Peppy. I don't think that was the takeaway, sir. Christian, I don't think that's what we're saying here. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, who cares? College is 
not even worth it anymore. He gives a <laughs> shit. <laughs> the word of trade. All right. I have a couple fun things I want to talk about. Starting with Reverend Shitstain put together a fantastic <laughs> song for us today. Uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy this. This comes from one of my favorite movies of all time. Devil babble, drunkenly too. I got a proposition for you. Devil babble, drunkenly too. I'll drink and scream, ooh, super gently. Do you get when you guzzle down cores? Putting them back and then drinking some more. Ordering pizzas, you're terribly fat. It's Vince's fault. Well, how about that? I don't like the look of him. Babble, babble, drink of the jar. How in the hell has drunk him this far? Potatoes, puppets, and scat point two. Carl, you owe 100. You know what you do. What they do? Uh, uh, fuck you, Carl. You owe me a hundred dollars, you bitch. <laughs> Very well done, <laughs> Reverend Shitstein. So I should give a quick update. We did a bonus show this afternoon where I talked a lot about what's been going on with Centering John. If you're on our Patreon Supercast or if you are joined a membership on YouTube, then you saw I put out on Tuesday. John sent me a link Monday night. He was doing this uh, snipe of the Uncle Rico show that Kevin Brennan told him to do. So he'd give him a hundred bucks. So he did that. And then I was in there chatting as I was watching it and they decided to send me the link. So I went on there and uh, it was fun. So about 45 minutes telling DG he sucks, telling John he sucks, talking about this bet that we have as far as John producing the tape of him asking OJ to sign his knife and how it doesn't exist <laughs> and how he owes me the hundred bucks and on and on. Well, the update is some assholes on the internet who I believe are fans of WATP were able to find this video. Really? Yes. That came out today. Ah. Now I played this on the bonus show and I recommend people watch this because John, for whatever reason went on this morning, I think he was still in bed. He didn't even turn his camera on, but he went on and he was bitching about this bet. He's been bitching about this bet for a week and a half. I owe him a hundred bucks. He needs it really badly. He's bitching about it. So then the guy who, Phantom Dennis, the guy who runs Shuley's Anonymous, who John's mad at because what he wanted to do his show, using Shuley's Anonymous to do his show, he made it private so John couldn't get to it. Hilarious. It is. Yeah. It's the, it's not any different than the $20 bill on the fishing line that John used to do to Scott the Engineer and be like, this is hilarious. Look at he wants to get the thing and he can't. This is what Phantom Dennis did to John. And John's like, that's not funny. I don't get it. <laughs> Why is that funny? Like, no, it's hilarious. You retired. Yeah. So it was the funniest thing. Phantom Dennis comes on and he goes, you know what, John? I have the video. Check Julie's Anonymous. I just posted it there for you. And John, this is all on my show. You have to check it out. Please subscribe to check this out. John goes, all right, Denny. You know what? This is a solid thing. I, I think we can be friends again. You know, he's going through this whole thing. He's like, this is really nice. I'm so glad you did this. So he, he pulls it up on his screen. He starts playing it. There it is. The actual video of John walk up to OJ. So OJ's getting into a limo. And he says, hey, OJ, OJ. And then the she-male porn shows up. 
and it's just a bunch of chicks with dicks fucking each other. And just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I happen to be watching it in real time. I was like, oh my God, that's fucking amazing. So are they still friends? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that worked out. Well, then John, as I was doing the bonus job, I'm reading texts from him. He's texting me as we were doing it. And he sent me a video of him asking OJ a different question and saying, give me my money. He's demanding the money. So I wrote back, because I know the video's out there now, but I'm fucking with them. I'm like, you didn't ask anything about a knife there. And you get all fired up. Actually, I should probably pull this up, because it, it's pretty funny. He needs his $100 yeah. so badly. <laughs> so fucking fired up about it, for whatever reason. So I wrote back, in this video, you didn't ask about signing a knife. Still waiting. <laughs> of course, that pissed him off. So he wrote, yeah, they stopped it before the whole thing was up. You're a fucking stiffer. I got off two questions, the second being the knife one. It was up for many to see. Go on Reddit. Now I have hundreds of witnesses. If you don't pay, it'll be Gary, Indiana all over again. And then another message. Just heard you're doing everything you can to not let it get out again. What a silly bet stiffer you are. <laughs> what a silly bet stiffer. He got you there, buddy. There's no dues payer. <laughs> it doesn't oh, roll off the top. He invented a new word too, quid. He was he's he, uh, I don't know what that word means, but he was he said it to me and he said it to Phantom Dennis. He's like, "Okay, we're quid now." Like we're good. But I've never heard that. I looked it up, I couldn't find anything is about it. Is that like it. quid pro quo? Well, that's what people were wondering hmm. if that's what it meant. I'm not or sure. Or is it like a dotard thing where it's supposed to be dotard and he just doesn't yeah, know what he's prob- talking about? Probably. Uh, yes. Uh, and then two more messages from him. He said, uh, you know what happened. You just don't want to be, you just don't want to part with the 100. <laughs> you can't afford it. Yeah, you wrote, big money, Lady K. We'll lose a bet, but refuse to pay. Oh, oh wow. That's like fucking poetic. Big money, Lady K. We'll lose a bet, but refuse to pay. Oh, I hear a song in the works. So anyway, I paid him today. <laughs> I super chatted him. And I said, John, check your PayPal, buddy. You won the bet. That's all I needed. I just needed video proof or audio proof. That's all I asked for. I don't need to have his friend saying that it happened. And I said it happened. And so did my friend. And so did my other friend. Yeah, he's got his mom calling you. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> not what a bet is. That's not what proof is in any way. But he did prove it. So he did win the bet. And uh, it's a good thing. Because John has been known to get... The authorities involved. (laughs) So I'm really glad that we were able to settle this without getting uh, law enforcement (laughs) or OJ (laughs) involved in this. (laughs) He's fantastic, this guy. Julian Chatter encouraged people to send you DoorDash while you were in California, so it rots at your door. Well, if that's the truth, then I'm going to have a problem with that because then they are trying to have bugs come to my house <laughs> right so there that's a that's a form of vandalism there you you better know the law as even vince said that's illegal in florida so if you're encouraging that somebody get me the tape because i will i will i will Call the police about that. <laughs> Finish the I will sentence. Notify my buddies at the police. 
in my precinct. Oh, hey, John. Hey. Uh, <laughs> what, what did someone do? Tweet today? Yeah. Yeah. DM you. <laughs> Who are we arresting this time? Someone honked their horn. I was just trying to send him a nice edible arrangement for a housewarming gift for his house in Florida. Yeah. And Bugs. I'm under arrest. Yeah, now you're under arrest for it. He's amazing, isn't he? He I, was talking about uh, Ryan Sharman posted something. Who knows if it's the real one or not? And he's just like, this. I sent him a cease and desist, and now I'm going to have to sue him. Like He's still doing the same shit he's been doing for years. It never works. Threatening lawsuits and getting people arrested and thrown in jail. Does not work, John. It never will. I don't know why you're still doing it. Well, I do know why. He's an idiot. Fucking cocksucker. Now, I hope people have watched me go on his show Monday night. I was a little fired up because I was a little bit annoyed. I was watching him on MLC earlier and he's telling Kevin Brennan how I don't pay my bets off and all the shit. I'm like, and, and of course Kevin doesn't fucking follow up. with like, well, what's the bet? You know, it's just like, Oh yeah, Carl sucks. So I go on there and Joe, why are you telling everyone I'm not paying my bets? You owe me a hundred dollars. You're supposed to produce evidence. You haven't, there's no proof of any of this. So I called DG a couple names and I think DG and I made up, but I still, I have my theories about this guy. I don't think he's on the up and up with John. I th- I think he's got an angle that he's got going on here. But this is a hilarious back and forth because John is going to explain how comedy works. And this is one of my favorite things that's ever happened on John's show. It's going to go on for a while and I might not even interrupt it because it speaks for itself. So that's what a false lead is. Oh, you know what? Before I so, play you know, that. So he's trying to get everyone to think. That it's me, and then he goes, but enough about Chad Zuma. That's a false lead. Why isn't that positive? Because everyone's supposed to think it's me. It's the most basic form of joke writing. All right. John, earlier in this show, was watching Shuli do stand-up at DabbleCon. So he's watching me introduce Shuli, and then Shuli comes up, and Shuli starts his set with a bunch of shit that's not part of his act, just reacting to things that were happening on the show. And he goes, all right, we're all here to celebrate a big, fat, drunk idiot. And everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, but enough about Chad. Let's talk about stuttering John. Right? So that was the joke that John's talking about here. Where he's like, oh, it's a false lead. I understand how comedy works. I'll explain it to you. <laughs> but it was it was hilarious because, and maybe it's better that we don't play this, but as John is watching Shuli stand up, he watches those few jokes that Shuli does. He made fun, like, before him was Chrissy Mayer. And he said something about, I, uh, I can't follow boobs like that. I'm talking about Cardiff. You know, he's just throwing things out that were just relevant to things that were said. He made fun of me about, uh, cause I made, I was made a Holocaust joke and he's like, you're one of the fucking chosen ones or not chosen ones, but one of the master race. Yeah. Like this is not what Hitler had involved. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And John sits there and he watches it. He goes, you call this a comedy act? This is his act guys. It's, it's not good. It's like, no, you know, that's not his act. You know, that that's like him warming up to, the situation that he's in. So now John being a real comic <laughs> and David being a real idiot are going to figure out how comedy works. So of course that's his first joke. It's like, cause he's like, a loser. It's like tag and that kind of stuff like that type of. It's yeah. it. No, no, it's not even as good as a tag. A tag is at least something that you attach like, you know, to a, a string. A tag is like, if you have a good premise and then you do a joke, then you have a bunch of tags. Now, a smart comic will be able to have a bunch of tags. Like, so if I do a joke, you always follow with a bunch more tags. 
You know, because then it just it's like, it it's just, like a t- in sales. It's called it's, there's a similar thing. It's called a tie down. So you make a point, and then you tie it down, tie it down, tie. It well, down. yeah, but this is to I get more lifts. Right. So like course. you know, like so if you do a bit, <laughs> right. and then you do a tag about it, and then you do another tag, and then another tag, you know, and then and then you know, like, so now like take my wife, like take my wife, please. I take my wife everywhere, uh, but she always finds her way back. I asked my wife where she wants to go. She said somewhere I've never been before. I said the hospital. Oh wait, I said the kitchen. Shit, I blew that punchline. But you know, yeah. So I was watching this. Like that's not what tags are. Now, now I've learned everything about comedy. Those are all one liners. I know those aren't tags. And thankfully, John also understands that he's going to correct DG on this. DG's a moron. But I love that John can't. Explain what a tag is without using the word tag. No, yeah. it's like a tag. <laughs> like, would you tag it? Think it's a tag. You say the punchline, and then you do a tag, and then you do another tag. And it's a tag. Doesn't say no. what a tag is. It's an additional punchline. It's another punchline, John. Is what a tag is. But he, he'll never figure that out. This gets really funny right here. That's no, hit. So, yeah, I know. But yeah, that's not really tags. That's just Son those are just. Bitch. No, those are just one-liners. Now I got a Google tag. Son of a bitch. All right, let me no, uh, hey, let me give you an example of a tag. Yeah, yeah. Give, me some, give me some comedy education so I could try to be funny for these fucking people that are so funny. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I'd have to pull someone stand up and then I'll show you a tag. Uh, <laughs> let's just uh, got to think of if I have anything that I do. I, I have a bunch of tags, but I don't know which bit I could say on the air here. Uh, let's see. What? Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's not let's not get kicked off again today. I guess no. Like, okay. Uh, like I like you know like if I said, um, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. If okay. I were to say something funny, uh, in that unlikely circumstance, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to go through my head. So if I said, um. You know, celebrities always give. Uh, uh, you know what? You know what? You know what's with these celebrities? Hold on, I got to remember. The bit <laughs> I, I Take your time. The yeah. Take your time. This is actually interesting. Like for yeah. real. I mean. Yeah. No, I know. I'm t- but see, I had to take out the Bruce Jenner stuff because that wasn't. Like, you know, right. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm yeah. trying to go. Like, like, so I do a Kardashian bit. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. Um, uh, the squeegee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, the tags that would go God, with the amazing. jokes. I don't know. You know, I'll think of it later. Yeah, we'll come to it. We'll, we'll revisit it. We'll, we'll double back on it some other time. It's just when, it, like, it's just if, like a comedian has a joke and he says, uh, like, and then he's like, so he has a joke, and then he keeps going with that premise with different tags. Yeah, like you so know, that's pretty much what you said. Like, like if I say, you know, um, all these celebrities. Um, <laughs> You know all these, you know, you know all these fucking celebrities and their fucking uh, crazy names. What the hell? It's like Gwyneth Paltrow. What the hell did she name her kid? Apple. You know, you know, is that a good name for a kid? Apple. Oh, I know. You know, the kid goes to school and shows up and starts sweating, and other kids are like, "Look, apple juice." And then she gets married, and and then she starts snoring. Her husband's like, "Apple turnover." You know, you just keep on piling on uh, the same yeah. joke. Okay. Now I understand the concept. You know, and that. then I'll go. Yeah, that's why I say that. You know, I say to my three kids, we're not going Hollywood. We will not go Hollywood. I said, listen, Oscar, Emmy, People's Choice. We are not going Hollywood. So now you have. So it all comes around. You one, bing, boom, bing, boom. Right. Then, so something like that. 
There you go. See, that's some fucking free uh, free education for everybody else. Ow, my sides. Does everyone understand comedy now? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I had it all wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Are we all getting comedy now at this point? You guys got it all figured out? Jesus. It's incredible. My knees are so red from all the slapping I'm doing. I don't think it ends there. Let's see what else he has to say. Out there? Yeah, you just like keep on with the same premise and just keep on going with it. You know, with different tags. And it's, you know, not... Not exactly what I'm trying to go for, but it's similar. I I got the concept. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So you know, and then and and then I turn it around. You know, but it's all my stand. You know, it's just it's just a bit I do about fucking uh, celebrities and their stupid names. Um, trick. It's a good bet. All right, so then... Class dismissed. A little while later, uh, Rude Rick Rude lets John know that his jokes are dated. You know, because that whole thing about celebrities is old. So this is his response to that. Kind of a buy a shirt that's his normal side. But I appreciate it. Apple's 20 years old. Yeah, you ever hear college? (laughs) I don't know. All my kids were in school at 20. Maybe maybe this person has it. Maybe he's like, "Hey, college is what he's." Oh, one of the college, 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 college what's that? Hey, hey, what the hell that college? He's over there what? teaching you boys. I go to college at a, I go to college at a hard nah. What the hell kind of college you talking I about? Was, uh, I was. What the fuck is that? Apparently, if you say that John's jokes are dated, you're a redneck and an idiot, even though his jokes are dated. It's been to be the same set for twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. All right. So now. DG is going to come in with an anecdote, and this is the world's worst anecdote. I don't know why he thought this was an interesting or compelling story. And this is what I told him when I went on the show. He's not an interesting guy. He doesn't bring anything to the table. He's got no personality. I, he, his only thing is to suck up to John so he doesn't get kicked off the show. That's the only thing that he's doing at this point. I was in a bar one time, John. There was a Trump supporter, and the Trump supporter was talking about Harvard College, and he was like, yeah, too many liberals at Harvard, and, you know, that's why, you know, fuck that college, and he just talked bad about Harvard, and I was like, so uh, Harvard's not a good college? And he's like, no. And I was like, so is that why you didn't send your kids? And he was like, man, fuck you. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't know why you're so mad if Harvard's such a bad college. Obviously, that's why you kept him out of there. Anyway, we know Harvard's a good college. Clay Dabla, Vince. Oh, boy. What the fuck? Look at producer Chris. What is going on right now? What is happening? (sighs) How, how dare he have his smug face so close to the camera after telling a shitty story like that? I know. Fuck you, dude. He is just a nothing. God. And you know what? There's another guy in the basement right now, and I should probably just turn on his camera because I'm being very rude. What's up, Cardiff? Oh. Oh. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, you too. Buddy. How was vacation? Oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I enjoyed the games that Carl played with us. Yeah, we were all at uh, Dabbler. We were all at my pool. We had an end of mm-hmm. summer pool party that went on for mm-hmm. days. We all threw baloney at Carl's ass. It was yep. great. <laughs> Cardiff is a flotation device. I will mm-hmm. tell you that that we learned that right away. Okay, so for whatever reason, DG because well, I shouldn't say for whatever reason. I told John that DG's a troll. I guess Johnny's trolling you. It's very obvious. Everyone knows that except for you. Whoa, what? What? DG's making a face like oh. Oh, like, it's so obvious to everyone. So someone was asking about it on a recent episode, and this is nuts. Raiding, raping you. That was two bucks. DG is trolling you, John. Please be careful. <laughs> raping you. He, he's signing an NDA. Please. 
That's how loyal he is. And that's what I do to anybody. I don't, I, no, I ain't dealing with anybody. I'm not paying anybody till an NDA is signed. So he's making DG sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. What does that have to do with being a co-host? I understand a contract. If there's going to be money involved, if there's going to be a commitment involved, you'd sign a contract. An NDA doesn't make any fucking sense. It, John does, should be signing the NDA. Right. Does John have so much shit going on? That he doesn't want any, he doesn't want to let anyone know about anything that's really happening in his life because they might reveal it. Because I've never had any of anyone on WATP has never I've never made them sign an NDA. I've never felt the need to. Like, guy, don't tell anyone about my pool table with the green felt. He can't stop doxing himself. He's worried about other people. Yeah. No, he doxed DG the other day. Did he? He gave out DG's real name on his stream. Oh, so Which is stiff. again the reason I will not give oh, John yeah. anything. Right. Yeah, well, on you. He was pushing you to get your real name, and you go, "I'm not going to give it to you." I'm not saying mm-hmm. you want to get it out there, but you will get it out there. And then I think you're on his show the next day, and he said someone's name by mistake. You're like, "See? Do you see what I mean, John?" Like, no, but I wouldn't do that to you. And now he's done it to the great DG. Oh no, not not Dave. Dalton <laughs> Giordano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so now uh, John is going to snipe me. He's on his show live. He's by himself. Someone says, hey, Carl's doing who are these broadcasters right now? Well, actually, they didn't say that. They just thought I was live. And John cannot figure this out until he does. But at first, it's very difficult for him. For Hold some on. Reason. Oh, let's go. Yeah, how do I get that? That's a good one. So Rochi yeah, says Carl see. is live, John. W-A-T-P. John. Oh, I should mention, because I when he shows his screen, you can see it. He literally put into YouTube WATP and hit enter. <laughs> the channel is Who Are These Podcasts? And if you go to the channel and click the live button, if we're live, you'll see the video right there. But John just types WATP. No. Terrible marketing. No. Call. Yeah. Where's your I don't SEO, see anything Carl? live. <laughs> Uh, I don't it's not see the same as saying Kevin into your phone. <laughs> Where do you see that he's live? On my channel. I don't see him live. <laughs> of course you don't. Yeah, he's not in your You're house. Doing it wrong. <laughs> live. We'll do it live. Oh, who are these broadcasters? Is that what it is? Oh, okay. All right. Siri, call Carl. System was His immediate thing is just like, get off my back. We're not going to know shit for years. <laughs> I don't want to hear questions every fucking day about this. All right. <laughs> We're not talking about it. So John's doing this new thing now because Kevin Brennan praised him for this. So now John is doing this all the time. I played a bunch of clips from John was at MLC on Monday. I played that on the bonus show today. I have a bunch more I didn't even get to. One of them being that Kevin made a, some kind of statement about how John likes to zoom in on Mike Morse and be like, let's just see if he says anything. Silent Mike. And Kevin goes, I love that you do that. It's so funny. So now John's like, oh, I got approval from daddy. He says this is a good bit. So now he's just zoomed in on me and Christian Blatt. And he's not watching the video that we're reacting to or anything else. He's just going to watch this and explain how terrible our show is. Relax. He is old. I think He's I know so who's responsible. It's the uh, company that's been brought up about 30 times since we started the show. 
people's gas. Louis' best yeah. buddy. I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. it's people's gas. And there's no at the bottom of it. That's the whole point. Obviously, somebody went over to the county and went, look at it. We really got to bury this one. This is going to look really bad. There's going to be lawsuits. We're going to be hey, shut into oblivion. I don't know what the county's hey, going to do. Like, okay, no, hey. we got you. We'll cover yeah. for you. Yeah, they no, made and, it. And, and the, oh. like the general manager, I the, think you're Lady K, Carl. Like, I know. All right, look, we're gonna we're gonna let go of it, but you have to let us show the dead kids. All right, look, if, if that's the compromise <laughs> we have to make, uh, but you have to say he's almost thirteen. <laughs> all right, there was rumor that the uh, that the fucking hot water heater wasn't working, and so <laughs> we're suggesting that he went in there and maybe uh, was doing something with the hot water heater. I I, I don't know, so. I, I've I've had the hot water heater. Uh, oh boy, go out at my house what a in, in a bad way, fest. and uh, that house was still standing. Uh, <laughs> and and so were all of my neighbors. Uh, no one died. So, well, but yeah, he, but did you have anybody from the gas company there? Yeah. If you had somebody from the fair, gas company, to be fair, no one from Con Ed. Carl, you better look out. So, You're on a fresh right. water so canal. They didn't say he. Okay, this is gonna get interesting. So what John's thing that he does is he. Starts watching a show mid-show, not knowing the context, not understanding the conversation, and then listens to a sentence or two and goes, "This is boring." Be like turning oh, yeah. on Empire Strikes Back, and he gets a uh, Dagobah, yeah. and he's just like, "Oh, he's just gonna be jogging around the jungle with a alien on his back, boring." Yeah, like, yeah but this is part of a bigger thing, retard. It's Zumak level bad. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's a perfect way to sum it up. Guy has no idea what he's doing or how to do it, but insists on trying over and over <laughs> yeah. again. All right. And it's also, uh, if you're just going to sit there and say how boring a show is, why are, you, why are you forcing your audience to watch it? Well, right. He's got no strategy. His yes. show, I could pull up any part. I, mean, I have the link right here. We could go to any part of the show and talk about how boring it is. It's very boring. John has nothing to talk about. But this is great because, as everyone knows, John and I live very close to each other in Florida. And there was a storm coming through yesterday. And so there was concern about where we live. And John says this. He was a good employee. It's 50 to 70 miles per hour. Winds coming. You know, house. some alligators yeah. here in your house. the last workplace incident. Carl. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, wasn't him. Carl, alligators, alligators could get in your house and bite a threat? your foot off. No, it's not a threat. He's got a joke for this. Now, everybody get ready. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is going to rock your world. Would that be known as a club sandwich? <laughs> now, as you guys know, the rule of comedy. Wait, wait, play the joke. <laughs> Give him another chance. <laughs> the rule of comedy, as everybody knows, is you tell a joke like if an alligator bit off Carl's foot, would that be a club sandwich? And then after you do that, you repeat the exact same joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. Come on, that was funny. Carl, if the alligator bites your foot off. Would that be a club sandwich? Oh! What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Good God. Why does he think that he should repeat that joke? He works really hard on it. That's why. So he's... I wish I could say I wrote that for him. (laughs) He's saying that he's hoping that my house gets flooded and bad things happen to it. On MLC, 
he was talking about how Anthony had an issue with his roof. They just built a new house in South Carolina, Anthony mm-hmm. Cumia, and the contractor fucked up and cut all these corners and put up a shitty roof. And so they're trying to sue the guy, but yeah. he left the state. And it's this whole fucking it's ordeal. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I've talked to Missy about this. I mean, we, we both were going through buying a new house at the same time. So we, we were talking about this a lot. And John's yucking it up with KB. <laughs> Isn't that funny that this thing happened to him that sucks? Like, like motherfucker, karma's a bitch. Laugh about other people's misfortune all you want, but I don't know if that's the route you want to go because bad things are coming your way, John, just so you know. And I'd hate to see all the people fucking holding their sides and laughing when you're uh, dealing with whatever fucking yeah. organ failure you got to deal with in the future. When an alligator gets in John's house and it dies by a silver bullet. <laughs> Good one. Because, of course, Kate's a werewolf would have been more appropriate for that one, Andy. <laughs> All right, so this is the craziest thing. Monday night, and I feel like so much time has passed since then. I can't even remember when we've talked about it, what we've talked about. Monday night, Kevin Brennan tells John, you got to snipe Uncle Rico show. It'll be great. Everyone will love it. They'll all want to watch you watching them watching you. It's going to be fantastic. And I don't know what KB's goal was if he knows John's going to fail miserably at it, and that's why it's funny. I would think so, because the next morning, KB... Went on his show and just went, John's a fucking idiot. <laughs> what he's doing. Because I went on John's show and declared an L for him and for Kevin Brennan because all it did was get more people giving money to Shuli and the Shuli Network in spite of John. This is what's crazy about it is that John showed up an hour and a half late to snipe the Shuli show because he will never, ever understand how time zones work. And he thinks it's everyone's fault but his. Because he's a fucking moron. You know, I fucking, he asked me to go and snipe them, and I do. Was I a little late? Yeah, because he didn't specify when. You know how I feel about that kind of thing, John? I feel like whenever I show up to something, it's the right time. So I would never acknowledge being late. But that's just me. That's how I personally. Well, look, if you would have said 7 o'clock EST, then I would have said, okay, so for my time. What time did you guys get off even? I mean, obviously, it was before. I got, so that's when he kicked me out at 3.30. Right. Kevin said at, at 3.30 John's time, 6.30 Eastern time, he's on MLC. And he goes, okay, you're, you're going to snipe their show. I'm going to let you go now. Go get a beer. Go get what did you got to do. Get prepared so that you can snipe their show. Because it's in a half an hour. John thinks it's in three and a half hours. So he goes, well, okay. You don't have to kick me out now, but all right. <laughs> what do you mean go get a beer? Yeah, it never, <laughs> it never ever occurred to John. Never once did it occur to him that maybe they're dealing with East Coast time since every single person involved in this, Bob Levy, Mike Morris, Kevin Braddon, all these guys are all on the East Coast. And they're saying it's happening at 7 o'clock. And John goes, well, obviously everyone means Pacific time. Nothing in this world is Pacific time. Nothing in the Dabbleverse is Pacific time. Nothing is. And John is blaming Kevin for this. Why wouldn't he tell me? It's 7 EST. Well, that's to be assumed. And if you didn't know that, ask. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty easy. You would but think. once he figures it out, we should all go to Pacific time. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to go to military yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll see you at uh, 1,400 hours, John. Good luck. Right. That's And that's when I was on the way to the pub and I called you. I go, that was weird. He just kicked me out. Like he said, I have to prepare. But it's three and a half hours later. What do I got to prepare for? So John goes to the bar. And starts drinking. And Kevin Brennan 
an hour into Uncle Rico's show, messaged John and goes, where are you? I thought you were going to snipe the show. And John's like, what are you talking about? It's like, they've been on for an hour. So what does John do? The most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life, and he admitted this on his show, he sold his beer to another person at the bar <laughs> for, five, for $5. Now, John explained this. So apparently what happens is it's happy hour. So you get the beer and then you get the upside down shot glass, whatever they call that. The bubble. The bubble so that you can trade that in for your next drink, right? Buy one, get one. He was just ready to trade in his get one. And he gets the note like, I, you got to go home and snipe the show. So what does he do? He sells it for $5 to someone else at the bar. Unheard of. I've, I've been to many bars. I've this never seen someone sell that. The most cheapskate thing. I mean, first of all, like appointment drinking for buy one, get one. Like yeah. I got to be there for the yeah. buy one, get one. Oh, I'm missing out on it. You want to buy my bubble instead of just giving it away? Can you imagine? Like a good guy. Well, and then he was defending himself because everyone was ripping on him. So I saw about his show today defending himself. He's like, well, I, you know, I asked my friend if they wanted it, but they didn't. So then I'm just like, does anyone want to buy this? And then someone said they want. Like, this is the whole fucking thing that he had to do to get $5. And at first he was bragging about it. He's like, so I got the five bucks. Like, what? I didn't take a so loss. <laughs> Are the buy one, get one free beers $10? Because otherwise... Did he make a profit I on this? I think he might have made a profit on it. I, I, that's a good question, Cardiff. Although he does tip 10 bucks a beer, so yeah, right. <laughs> maybe he did take a loss after all. And I went to the pub. I think that's maybe, I would think that's what he meant. Like, go have a couple drinks, get your. Yeah, that's what I thought some, he meant. Get some food. He, even then... said, he said, go get some beers. So, oh, I got it. Okay, I'll go get some, you know, I'll go to the pub. You're a grown adult. Right. Kevin Brunner doesn't tell you what to do with your fucking time. <laughs> also, when he was confused about it, he's like, three and a half hours, what do I have to prepare for? Like, he would have prepared with a half hour. Right. Like, he would have done anything different. Of course. No. He has nothing. He has no idea how to do this. And he embarrassed himself so badly. It was really funny. They fucked with him so hard. It was great. Good. I assumed <laughs> he knew what my lifestyle is. This is a... This is a- <laughs> <laughs> so everyone has to know what time zone he's in. They have to know what his lifestyle is. All right, John, how many how many hours do you need to drink beer before you could go out and do this show tonight? Okay, then I'm going to let you go in five minutes so that you get your three and a half hours worth of beer drinking time so that you can do it. Don't you know my lifestyle? Yeah. One of those examples of East Coast, West Coast beef. It's sometimes, it's unfortunately, sometimes but, it can yeah, get bad. See, but... I don't think that's... It has nothing to do with East Coast, West Coast Jesus beef, Christ. retard. It's not what this is. No one's shooting Tupac over this. But even that is not unheard of. I've had guests that I've screwed up, and you know, and <laughs> don't say why the EST or PST. And I've had guests where they screwed up. And- even more reason to ask for clarification or to right. even think for a second. Like, does he, does that mean four o'clock my time if it's seven o'clock? You have a, a history of fucking this up. Yes, it's happened so many goddamn times. You would think he'd be like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe I should give this some thought before going to the bar for three hours and not understanding. And didn't, you know, you know, and but it happens. It's not like so unheard of. So for him to have his fucking panties in a bunch just because I didn't understand. This is the other thing, too. So Kevin said he paid John $100 to do this. $100 in John's world is two days at the pub. That's huge. Because as we all know, addicts don't think weeks ahead addicts are not thinking about like why be this high next tuesday <laughs> they want it now and they want it again tomorrow so john's thinking 100 bucks that's two days at the pub 
because he's made it clear that fifty dollars is what he needs every day at the pub. Which I calculated it was fifteen thousand dollars a year. Now I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something like the seventeen thousand dollars a year if you spent fifty dollars a day at the pub, which John claims he does. It was significant. <laughs> it's my point. $18,250. Thank you. 18-18-2. Which, if he wants to get that Harley fixed, I feel like he could get a new fucking <laughs> bike for that kind of money. It'd probably be a better investment for him. But if he sells his free beers, it's <laughs> right. only it's more like fourteen grand. <laughs> it's gating the system. So, in, in John's mind, he's really pissed off at KB because KB has not paid him the 100 bucks yet. But he said he would pay him. I don't know if it's because what? John failed or or what's going on, but he was. I, I watched him say, "He's like day two of no money from Kevin Brennan." <laughs> Can you imagine living your life he, like that? He cannot be embarrassed. He no. just cannot be embarrassed. It's shocking. It's shocking to me what he's up to. Uh, so much is going on. I, I can't get to it all. I can't bore everybody with it. But um, please, I, I know I've been promoting it more than usual. We just put out two bonus shows this week, two that I actually wasn't even expecting to do, but so much is going on that we just did it. So uh, that is all worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Cardiff. Yes. I don't see a new To Catch an Alien. Should I have seen no. one come through? We don't have one today. Yeah, I sent it to Andy. <laughs> All right, so we don't have, we don't have a new to catch an alien. Uh, so you know what that means? As if I didn't do enough. <laughs> it means that we've done it all today, and by that I mean we talked about Karen Fian and what I assume is a gross-smelling vagina. We talked about Brendan Sagalo and what a loser he is, and how he'll never be successful in comedy because he sucks mm-hmm. at it. We talked about marijuana happy hour and Johnny Cush and the fact that he's declaring victory and nobody look over there. Maybe. I think their website's down. I don't think it exists anymore. So don't even look. It's I would fine. assume. Move it on. I almost didn't show up today. <laughs> right. I know. Andy, I had to call him and say, no, 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 we're still on. The show's still happening. We talked about Jerry Banfield, who happens to be somehow a crypto expert. <laughs> Meme coin. Yeah. Pepe. Who knew? Uh, Stuttering John is just peak John right now. It just keeps getting more and more hilarious. With how bad he is at everything. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. And I'll be honest. Lately, we haven't been doing that as much as we should be. Today is no exception to that. Because Vinny Paulino will be here on Saturday. I'm looking forward to Vinny being on the show. And he sent me over a podcast, and he sent this to me because he saw it on the back of a car. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cereal box. <laughs> so he, go, he goes, Carl, I saw this this uh, advertiser for a podcast on the back of a car. It's probably going to suck. So I checked it out. I'm like, well, yeah, it does suck, but I don't know that it's clippable, just unlistenable. So we'll find something, I'm sure. I tried. <laughs> I tried to pull something together for us, but it wasn't in the cards, hmm. as they say. So, please uh, join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Oh, you know what? Before I say that. Oh, apologies. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. We apologize. Yeah, thank you. All apologies for for getting my plug. But uh, we did uh, Jake Paul this week. Nice. And it's uh, deep. What's Jake Jake Paul apologizing for these days? What isn't he apologizing for, Carl? All he seems to do is... Apologize for nothing. Yeah. I mean, this is pre-boxing career. 
yep. quote unquote career. But uh, mm-hmm. it's very fascinating. And we're really digging into that YouTube vlog culture. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to unpack. And Trisha Paytas is there. <laughs> of course. And she is. it is always entertaining to uh, you better apologize for having trisha Trisha paytas on your show (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do we're gonna feature trisha paytas real soon i think oh she had that horrible apology Mm -hmm. 10 minute long apology yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna do that at some point but in the meantime jake paul having a lot of fun over there all apologies podcast Mm -hmm. on instagram do you know yeah 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 we uh we have uh daily posts about all the apologies in the news making fun of uh news apologies on instagram and then the podcast is on Apple and Spotify. Very good. And anywhere Great else follow. you get podcasts. Thank and, you, Cardiff. Uh, Cardiff Electric. I know that you got some shows coming back. You you kind of operate like um, a real show. You come back in September. Yes. You have, you have season two starting up on your <laughs> yeah, show. I can't two. wait for season two. Yes. Yeah, season two of Subreddit Surf will be coming back September 11th to celebrate America. We want to... Uh, change the narrative on what people remember September 11th for. So, okay. subreddit surfing. <laughs> my parents, a- it's my parents' anniversary and subreddit season two. And my sister's birthday. But, but most tonight, importantly, all the worst tragedies. Most importantly, though, it's also the Bills opener. Yeah. Competing with the Buffalo Bills on September 11th. I don't know why you're doing that. It's crazy. Because nobody watches the Bills. Oh, but tonight, okay. <laughs> 8.05 p.m. on my YouTube channel, I make my triumphant return to YouTube. And I have uncovered a 2002 phone call to Howard Stern from a very famous dabbler. Really? Yes. And I will play that tonight and do other things. Very good, sir. Well, Mostly read Super Chats, hopefully. I got to pay for a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to be Kevin Brennan. Roll call in the Super Chat. <laughs> All right. So check out Cardiff's channel tonight to hear a dabbler yes. from 2002. And please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush bits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good Wait, job, everybody. What? Great job, everyone. All right. I want to get on to our voicemail segment. Before I do that, Cardiff, are there any new reviews? Oh, shit. Annie! Annie's here. Hey, Hi, Annie. Annie. She is. Oh, my goodness. I almost had Cardiff reading reviews for us. <laughs> Very rude of me. My apologies. Beat it, Curtis. I'm sure no one would be mad about that. I'm sure they would be very upset. No one likes Cardiff. But they all like you, Annie. Are there any new reviews you have for us tonight? I have two for you right now. Great. I have one from Ilse Smoked, August 27th, 2023. Horrible. It's going to be a no for me. That's it? That's it. That sounds a lot like a one-star review to me. That is a one-star review. <laughs> I could tell Cardiff got very happy <laughs> with that one. That's going to be a no from me. That's like uh, America's Got Talent reference or something. I, yep. That's not the audience we're looking for. That's no. fine. I got one more from Pornstash J, August 27th, I, I 2023. I like this person. Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> wow. Just terrible. About a week ago, my cat died. My wife has had this cat for about 12 years. She was heartbroken, crying like a kid who just got beat up, and his lunch money was stolen. It was horrible to listen to, something I said I'd never listen to again. But now, after listening to your garbage show, I'd gladly go back to listening to my wife cry again. You're terrible at podcasting. Get a real job. Sounds like a five-star review to me. That's a five-star. All right. Thank you very much, and thank you for keeping those reviews going. 
Because I'm pretty sure getting reviews helps the algorithm. That's what I've heard from other podcasters. An older boy told me. That's what's <laughs> going on. What's that, Cardiff? said, who's Al? Algorithm. I get it. Get it. I have one more if you'd like. Oh, no. Okay, sure. (laughs) No, this one's not. Uh, WATP could end the world. I was listening to this podcast, and frankly, I was terrified. They have exposed aliens who live here on Earth, strangely living in Florida, who apparently could destroy our planet. (laughs) There seems to be some maniac poisoning the water supply called Patty Puke Water, who gives his water away for free. The host, Carl, is constantly pushing an effeminate lifestyle. You should see him drink his beer, if you don't believe me. Oh, and there is a talking vegetable on his show. I think they call him Stuttering John or something. <laughs> I keep watching the clouds for the four horsemen of the apocalypse. All right, Cardiff, I think that's a five-star review and a fantastic one. Am I right? Unfortunately. It is well-written. Yes, is and for that, for that, you get this. Master of Disguise He can turn into over 50 completely different guys Shake it, Is he a blind or is his hair red? You never know with Mr. Mr. Potato, Potato Head <laughs> He's hot <laughs> He's out of Patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric or YouTube.com slash at Cardiff Electric. Cardiff, are you back on uh, Stuttering John tomorrow? Uh, Not tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe next week. I committed to next week. I'll be be back. Beautiful. We look forward to having you back on the show. Help the old man out. Yes. We got to get you and Tuki and was it OJ? I believe Tuki's boycotting. There. I believe Tuki is boycotting. Well, Tuki told me, I was messaging with him today. He told me that he got uh, banned again. Sorry, <laughs> John. It's just not going well for him. Tuki's got to get over his hatred for the Italians. He's got to <laughs> yes. learn that. It's not good for the boys and girls to hear that kind of mm-hmm. talk. All right. Send some voicemails. Hey, Carl. Um, the last episode was very disturbing with that Johnny guy. I know we make jokes about a uh, Todd coming to kill you and wear your skin and host WATP. But uh, I honestly think this Johnny guy is looking for a reason to kill somebody and uh, face fuck them. And I think you are the perfect person for that. So I don't know. I'll be worried about making fun of him in the future. But he's going to kill me before he face fucks me, right? <clears throat> Don't call him back. Okay. Uh, I, I agree, except for today. He just sounds like a child. But leading up to this, when we were listening to him, like, oh, this guy's a schizophrenic and he might actually be dangerous with the stories he was telling about being committed and all the other kind of fun stuff. But I think he's just like a little kid playing in his room now. I'm playing radio. If he loves Coke products and hates Pepsi that much, I would I would say, yes, he's very childish. Very, very very childish. Okay. But where are you at, Dr. Pepper? Uh, Shit. How about Mountain Dew? Hey, Carl, Animal Kelly. And I got to say, you're starting a new episode with you and Chris, and, man, it's a good start. Nice dub from Good Times, Great Movies is the best thing he's ever done on that show. Not show up. Oh, Thanks, hey. nice dub from Good Times, Great Movies. 
you will not be missed, you boring, boring <laughs> person. <Come on. laughs> Bad news, sir. He has been rescheduled. We'll be out here soon. Eee. Yeah. So, Doug's great. Well, yeah. Listen to Doug versus Doug and tell me that Doug from Good Times Great Movies is not great. When Still one of the greatest nice episodes Doug ever. Nice gets mean. It's oh, the best yeah. thing ever. Still one of the best When episodes. Nice Doug attacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck Shark Week. I want Doug Week <laughs> out here. All right. Nate from Flint calling in. Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. And Johnny Cush doesn't understand that old guy radio beefs are just tiresome and dumb. You're not crushing him in his time slot. You don't activate your fans to harass him during the morning drive or whatnot. Having said that, if you want me to drive to bumfuck Minnesota and do something drastic like steal his newspaper or throw a Frisbee on his lawn or sit next to him at the bar and go, I think I can pencil you in, man. Wait, no. Is Johnny Cush actually a Buffalo guy? No, he lives in Nevada. Somewhere, that's so he the was trolling me with his Buffalo New Year's Eve show. <laughs> yes, I see. Yes, for sure. Okay. So troll How got trolled. He? So he was in <laughs> California, and then he had to leave California because he's an outlaw, and moved to Nevada, mm. which has fewer laws, I believe, than Cali. Mm. So yeah, I guess he saw your post about your New Year's Eve show, and decided that he was going to start his own New Year's Eve show in Buffalo. You got cushed. Right. Which I, I wouldn't recommend going to. I've already canceled it now. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, you can't compete, so no, can't beat him. Join him. Maybe, maybe the potato show up on Johnny Cush's live show. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes I'm sense. free. How do you feel about the Steel Toe Morning Show, Cardiff? Do you have a take on that? Uh, no, I'm indifferent. Annie, not do you have a, indifferent. Do you have a take on Steel Toe? Uh, no. The first time I've ever heard it was whenever Brian and Doug did it. Okay, that was the first time I've ever heard Aaron or. Aaron. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> I believe her name is April, but yes. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Aaron and girl Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Aaron with an A and Aaron with a B. That'll be better. Hey, Carlos, I like and track. Um, So your whole steel toe thing, you came across completely misguided. The reason why people are pissed is uh, you came across as you were going on. You didn't say you were going on vacation. You literally just said, hey, guys. We're doing a steel toe show. Everyone tune in. It'll be fucking great. And then you just have these two guys show up and do it, and then you're not there. And they did a great job, don't get me wrong, but people were pissed more that you kind of described it like you were doing what we all wanted forever and then just tried to do this, like, swerve and then got kind of butthurt after. Love the show, but, man, like, uh, you kind of missed what, what, what people were pissed at. All right, peace, guy. Uh, bye. I'm sure that is part of it. I'm sure there is uh, a segment of people who are upset that I wasn't a part of that show. But um, also, most of the people who were upset with that show wanted them to go way harder at Aaron yeah. mm-hmm. from Steel Toe. And they went pretty hard, honestly. I, I was surprised people didn't think it was uh, enough. But um, what are you going to do? And I got. Oh, I do love how one of the hosts of one of the hugest podcasts on the internet today is some guy. Brian Johnson, I know. And Doug. Yeah, go figure. Um, 
Uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but there was something else, some other point that I was going to make about that, but it doesn't matter. Hey, Carl. You know, I've always been kind of indifferent to Steel Toe, but uh, after this last takeover debacle, I got to mm. say I'm losing interest fast. I mean, who the fuck does this guy think he is with 35 patrons, 10K subs, and he's out here talking shit about how much of a professional broadcaster he is? I'd rather listen to Johnny Cush talk about his grotesque cock injury for two hours <laughs> and listen to his bland takes and his dumbass co-hosts. But anyways, as always, love the show. Cush Army, out. <laughs> Cush Army, all right. <laughs> you got cushed. <laughs> I did just get cushed just now. Yeah, I, I guess the point that I wanted to make to the previous caller is I don't announce everything that we're going to do. I, I Surprises are fun, right? I, I don't know. We're not going to bap out every fucking thing that's going to happen. Sometimes they don't happen. Am I weird that I don't want everything to be the same every time? Like when it's a little different. Oh. Like the Gino Alex Stein on-site thing. Right. It's just like. We're changing it up. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe uh, you know, like no, that was shit. (laughs) (laughs) But it might have been. Yeah, you never know. Could have possibly happened. But you got to try things, Cardiff. Right. Yeah. It it is odd to me when I get people. The feedback I get from some people, not most, but some, is as soon as I do something they don't like, they want to punish me. I'm no longer going to be on Patreon. I'm taking away my money. Maybe I've already made this analogy, but it would be like if you're going to see a band you like and they play a, a new song and you don't like their new song. You're like, fuck this band. I'm out of here. I've never listened to their yeah. shit ever again. It's like, there are times that we have a bad show. There are times there are things that we do, a segment that doesn't go well. It's right. Gonna, it's going to happen. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, Wednesdays and Saturdays. But it's like, uh, you know, gets it. Kaya and Doug. Uh, that's great. Kaya and Bri- or, uh, Brian and Doug, uh, thumbs down. It's like, yeah, I know. All, all right, well, let's try something else. And, you know, we'll see what works. I actually enjoyed that. Cardiff and Tukey next I time, really I guess. And we'll just mm-hmm. fucking Sesame Street uh, show. Hold on. <laughs> Cardiff and Tukey? You're saying that I can retire, is what you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Cardiff? Cardiff and Tukey, who are these podcasts? Take over. I'll never work with Tukey. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, Wishful Never. thinking. I tried, everyone. Wishful thinking. Paco is calling in. Yeah, what's up, Carl? You know, I was relieved. Oh, this is Paco, by the way. Anyway, I was relieved to see you guys, you and producer Chris, show up on Sunday to do the show because I was afraid that the Kush Army had got you guys. Right. And then, you know, that uh, Doug and the other guy were, like, kind of filling in just to kind of, like, like ease the pain or something. Uh, that's why they did the show for you on Wednesday. But, uh, you know, it's good to see that you guys are okay. You know, I was afraid the Kush Army got you. No, we're good. I'm glad to see that episode. It was a great episode. It's one of the best episodes in WATP history. It's pretty good. So thank you for that. High praise. And I'm glad nothing happened to you guys. Keep doing what you keep keep doing your keep doing what you keep keep doing your thing. Yeah. All right, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to the Kush Army. Later. <laughs> shout out Paco. I'm in communication with Paco. We're yes. working on it. We're gonna, I'm going to be on Paco's show sometime in the near the future. The Paco Power Hour is the name of the show I went on there. Mm-hmm. And soon they'll get Trucker Andy. So the guest is what a get. better and better <laughs> over there. The Paco Power Hour. Paco wants to come on this show. And actually, when Doug couldn't make it, I reached out to him. I said, Paco, you want to come on? And fucking guy works for a living. He's got a, yeah, his schedule is uh, rigid. Yeah. So he wasn't able to do it. We'll, we'll coordinate another time. We'll get him on here. 
Callback Curtis calling into the show. Hey, this is Callback Curtis. Apologize for this whole radio war thing. While I was uh, undercover, I was working a, in a rehab, and this dickless retard walks in bragging about how he's going to try to have sex with his fans. And I said, <laughs> you know who does have sex with his fans? Carl Hamburger. That's right. The things he did to me and probably countless others after DabbleCon. That's correct. Whew. I can't imagine what the Detroit after show is going to look like. Oh, it's going to be... I'm German, so a little ropey, a literal shit show. (laughs) He's right. Yes, (laughs) should be a lot of fun. Oh, this is a very interesting idea, and I'll probably bring it up on the next show if I remember. You know, I was a few episodes behind, but hearing John make fun of the one joke about your chin and like desperately struggle to remember the lyrics to Fatty Patty makes me thinking. Why the hell hasn't there been a Carl song parody contest yet? I mean, there's like so much material there. I mean, well, there's some. Yeah, I don't it away. <laughs> yeah, you should do it. Don't call me back. Have we not done a Carl song parody? We've contest? brought it up before Carl's and it never got club feet. So yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think I'm going to introduce a Carl song parody contest. <laughs> Because everybody loves the song parodies. That's what I know. Shut the fuck up, trucker Andy. Who invited you? Was it you, producer Chris? <laughs> fuck you! All right. Carl, I thought your show did research and like knew what it was talking about. You sound like a fucking idiot when you're talking about the MLC situation and Bob on the new episode. Uh, Kevin never once said he paid 5000 Okay. Never. Whatever. He was always 4000 I listened. Bob said that for some reason because he's brain dead, and he went with it. He didn't do any research. He just went with it. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Kevin never said that he fired him. Another thing you got wrong. Pretty much everything you said was wrong. All right. You suck. No, Kevin implied that he wanted Bob off of MLC because Bob was sucking. But it was only after Bob quit MLC, and... Yes, I heard from Bob Levy that Kevin was saying he paid him $5,000. If that's not true, whatever! <laughs> 4000 5000 whatever! But I thank you. I appreciate people keeping me in check. We do try to be factually accurate on the show. So thank What I know that. is that there's fact-checking on the show. There's, only, there's nothing but fact-checking. <laughs> right, Annie? What are you laughing about over there? Oh, my cat's just being a spaz. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Answer. Uh, this is a Johnny Cush fan, and uh, <laughs> Carl doesn't wash his hands after he pees every time, so <laughs> you got trolled. <laughs> God damn the Cush army! Got Cush again. Ah, I can't get away from it! Maybe we should just quit. Should I renew the domain, whoarethese.com, or should I just let it go? Hmm. Hard to say. What would Johnny Cush do? <laughs> Not have a website. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Domain, you say? <laughs> Smack his broken dick around? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, get his, get his penis sewn up. <laughs> Go on morphine. Hey, dog. D-Lops left coast. Got a good one, I think. Might spark some discussion. F. Mary Till. Kieran Feehan. Mm-hmm. Vic. Mm-hmm. And Hannah. Oh. I got him in that order. Behan F from behind only. Um, 
And then we go, uh, Hannah, we're going to have to kill. And then I'm going to have to, between those two, I'm stuck with it. Big mouth Vic, going to have to marry her. Mm. All right, my man. You got it wrong, buddy. Yeah, marry Vic. Have you, have you heard Vic talk? You want to marry Vic? What do you think, Annie? F. Mary Kill between Karen Fian, Hannah, and Vic. Uh, Aren't you glad you weren't part of that? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't, no comment. You got nothing on that? I, I think you're probably right. I don't know if I'd marry Vic. She, I feel like she would not be great to listen to for too long. Okay. Neither, neither am I, though. So, so are you effing her or killing her? I mean, we'll, we'll nail this uh, down. We'll get there. I guess, I guess F. Vic. Okay, F. Vic. So now you got Karen and Hannah. Uh, Hannah will marry Hannah. She seems pretty nice. Okay. okay. And she seems to have her stuff gathered. I think you and I are on the same page. The obvious answer is marry Hannah, fuck Vic, and kill Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, because French fries are delicious. You bring up a lot of good points. Producer Chris, you have any other thoughts on that? No, I'm good. It was a conversation starter for all of us. <laughs> I haven't listened to these ones yet, but they all just came in today. And who knows? If it's worth listening to or not with this guy. Hey, Carl, Gary in San Diego. <laughs> well, that nitwit Cretan, stuttering John, fell for oh, it once again. It appears he was pranked by Cardiff. And uh, he somehow thinks there was a video of him interviewing OJ posted on the Internet, but it was only there for a nanosecond or two and mm-hmm. then taken down. So there's still no proof. And there is a picture of John with some random black guy, but it's not OJ. John owes you $100. Give him a drop-dead date to pay off. He definitely needs to pay off within the next couple of weeks or buy your live show in Ferndale. Make him pay that $100. He is one cheap miser and a Welsher. Okay. Give me a buzz. Not the W word. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, John was calling that the W word. He's he's keeps adding new and more more and more words you can't say. It's it loves pleasing. It, it was Obama that banned that word. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot about ten that. years ago. Yeah. Hey, Carl Gary again. Well, I took a look at that supposedly uh, interview of John with OJ. Yeah. And OJ, John yells out a question. OJ never answers him. He just ducks into a car. Yep. Uh, I studied that with, like, I was uh, the, the, the Pruder film, and uh, it's nothing. John owes you $100. <laughs> He's a Welsher, and make him pay. Well, you do bring up a good point there, Gary, because John was just yelling things at OJ, which a bunch of people have done. People have yelled murderer and all sorts of things at OJ, and John was just one of those guys doing that. It wasn't like he made eye contact or had any kind of conversation. OJ was just walking by and John yells out, will you sign my knife? I love the naked gun. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> not that impressive in any single way. I, I do believe Gary was implying that there was a second interviewer and he was the one that asked about the knife. Yeah. <laughs> From the grassy Hey, Carl, world. Gary here. Well, I looked Jesus. at that so-called John interview of OJ. Uh, it's really not an interview. Uh, he gets off a question. Right. O.J. ducks into the limo, mm-hmm. and uh, John does not even ask for O.J. to autograph his knife. John is delusional. 
He owes you one hundred dollars. <sighs> he a has welcher. no proof. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he needs to pay you the money, yes. or else he's a welcher. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I thought I didn't curate these ones, so mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Rochi says, John is winning, Carl. Hashtag pay Carl. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Gary in San Diego. Always appreciated. All right. People should check out All Apologies. They should check out mm-hmm. Who Are These Podcasts with Carl and Chris mm-hmm. and Vinny on Saturday. Annie, what do you have going on? Uh, nothing. Jesus Christ, Andy. Did you see how I set that up? The game thing. The game thing going. We're talking about things. We're promoting stuff. I'm not promoting my stuff because it's kind of a mess. So, you know, I want to get my stuff together before I really try to actually really promote it. Fair. Annie will be moderating in my chat at 8.05 tonight when I reveal the dabbler who called Are you moderating for his chat now, Annie? Uh, I am the moder or a moderator for uh, the creep off. No, not the creep off. Subreddit surfing and the Cardiff Electric Gym. What about Patrick Michael? Yeah, what's going on with that? What's going on with free water? He fired me because I like missed two streams. Oh, so <laughs> too inconsistently. <laughs> yeah, he's like, did, did you know I was going to be there for right. seven hours on this one day? It's like, <laughs> no. I... You're better off. Yeah. You've so, missed one of mine, Annie, so you better be there tonight or you're out. <laughs> strike one. So, nice. Annie, how do you get fired from that? Like, what did he send you a note? <laughs> no, he didn't even talk to me. Like, I just joined a stream like normal and I was chatting and I noticed that my, my text, like, next to my name wasn't blue. So I was just like, hey, I just noticed, uh, you know, I wasn't moderator anymore. Do you? You want to tell me what's going on? And he just says, "Oh, you're not you're not consistent, and you don't know when to ban people." So you know, oh, okay, because there's like no communication there's or anything eight like people that. People watching, I, don't ban anyone, Patty. What exactly, are, why are you banning I've, people? And I've also specifically asked him. I've DM'd him, and I said, "Hey, so what are like the parameters? Like, what is too far? What what can't yeah. be brought up? What needs to? What are the rules so I can make sure to make your chat more comfortable for you?" And he's just like. Oh, I don't know. I'll just put an axe in the chat whenever you need to uh, ban somebody. And that never happened one time. So oh, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Just ban anybody that seems to upset him a little bit? Everybody upsets him. Right. You're supposed to read his mind. The only reason you are there is to upset him a little bit. That's yeah. <laughs> so exactly. watching this thing. <laughs> so I didn't take predict? it personally because... It, okay, good. Whatever. I don't mean, lose any sleep. He's some guy uh, on the internet. Good. Correct. Fuck him. So Cardiff sent me a private chat earlier before he came on the show. Saying that quid is money. So John's been using this word lately. He's been using it a lot every time. But I understand. So I, I did see that quid is British slang for a pound. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way he's using it. He goes, we're quid now. Like, meaning, like, meaning like we're good. Yeah, we're even. Yeah. He's like, all right, Carl and I are quid. That's not, you wouldn't say that we're money. We can quit being good. <laughs> you wouldn't say that we're pound. John's Maybe been... he's doing it like in the swingers movie kind of way. He, yeah, he's like, the money. Peaky, peaky blinders and it's like shut up asshole jesus christ when he latches on to something too it's unbelievable he's been using it non-stop and it got to the point where we were doing the bonus show today with el harible and carlos danger we all looked at each other and go are we the idiots like i've never heard anyone use this term before but maybe three, i don't know what's going three on. weeks ago he's explaining to kb what a work is and now he's like everything's a work <laughs> stop using that word you're right <laughs> Uh, unbelievable. All right. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye. Folks, guess what? This the episode's it. over. <laughs> 
Are we done here? <laughs> I think we are. Bye, Brennan. Go fuck yourselves. Cease and desist. Have a good week. <laughs> okay, bye. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Brennan. Cease and desist.